When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with D. Greg Wilson and Tyler Bowe. What's up? Bubba Jenkins will be here pretty soon. Bubba J! I want to thank our sponsors, D. Cypher. D-I hyphen Cypher. It's a lifestyle firm designed to help you reach your full potential through personal coaching. Look, everyone needs a personal coach. Everyone can benefit from feedback and an outside perspective. Decipher brings that to you. Decipher is bringing the true, affordable, personal coaching to everybody. Take the first steps towards success. Call today at 1-888-731-COACH and book your free coaching session. That's 1-888-731-2622. Look, when I said everybody, fighters, I mean you guys too. Decipher has helped fighters learn how to pull the trigger in fights, has deal with octagon jitters, even help fighters set themselves up for success after you're done fighting. MMA Roasted fans, you could use the code ROASTED for 10% off and book your free session. They'll give you a free session. If you continue, use the code ROASTED, di-cipher.com. Also, That's a good deal. That's a smart deal because I feel like a lot of people aren't sure what it's going to be like and they don't want to commit to it right in advance. That's great. You get a free session, you get an idea of what it's going to be like. And then, then they realize the value. Exactly. I just, I just wish someone could help me decide whether or not I should get a coaching session. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, right off the bat, hitting homers. Isn't it? Also, uh, tipafighter.com. <laughs> tip a fighter. Look, fighters are underpaid, okay? Fighters need more money. Tip a fighter and Bubba Jenkins have come up with a, a way to actually make that happen. Uh, Kevin Lee's fighting this weekend. Kevin okay. Lee, Motown Ke- Kevin Lee is a tip of fighter. <laughs> it's a tip of fighter fighter. So guys, listen, fighters, there's no reason you should not be with this. The fans can provide you with extra money. Do not leave money in the octagon or the cage or the decagon, wherever you're fighting in the ring. Okay, tip a fighter at tipafighter.com. Listen, I mean, how many times we talk to fighters? They have they, they can't even afford the training camps. Okay, it's yeah. it's not a solution. It's, it's not a problem that's going to fix itself. Okay, however. People can help. We can throw you guys money or girls. Tipafighter.com. Also, American Icon Autographs. A-I-A-S-E.com. The best sports and celebrity memorabilia and events. Signed collectibles from the UFC, WWE, baseball, football, movies, everything else in between. Their past signings have included Fedor, Sakuraba, Rampage, Big Nog, Hoist Gracie, Marley's Conan, and more. Check out their website to find out who's signing next. Check them out. Go to AIASE.com, American Icon Autographs. What's up, guys? How you guys doing? Better than you. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling a little a little under the God, weather. How many how many types of AIDS do you have right now? Listen, I don't have I have AIDS. <laughs> That's not even funny. Okay, I'm, I'm a, I have a cold. You never had a cold before? I've had a cold, but not like this. I was I was think, I would think that you'd be the first one to have cold. To all the stuff you took up your nose. Okay, That's true. You, and it, it did give me a cold like two weeks ago. <laughs> yes. So, uh, um, uh, but, but yes, yeah. No, I'm actually I'm feeling okay. I've had a a, a long week. I had a long week. I had a, a date on Wednesday night that I actually took out like a nice girl. 
Broadway actress. Oh, so not a whore. Writer, yeah, not a whore. <laughs> well, thank you, Decipher. I don't just go out with girls that are uh, promiscuous, okay? So, I mean, I have... Mm. No, I don't. Listen, my, my ex-girlfriends <laughs> were incredibly yes, beautiful. Yes, those are the girls you actually form relationships with. Yes, yes. yes. Those are okay. good girls. Yes, well, listen, listen. Let me let me just actually just talk for a second without getting interrupted every third word. No, and then every we third can, word. we can have a show. All right, okay. so I went out with this girl who I thought was great. We we, we kitted off. She was sweet. She, she actually made, made movies before. I'm trying to make a movie. What kind of movies? She, real movies. Okay. Uh, she's a Broadway actress. Because <laughs> usually they're the kind that, you know. I, so I, I thought it actually went, like, well, and then I get this text. Hello, Adam. I'm sorry for the late response. The next day, because uh, I texted her, I had a great time with you last night. I think you are a lovely, big-hearted, passionate, and a true fighter. But to be honest with you, I see us as being friends. I think that an actress slash writer and a comedian is not exactly what I'm looking for. You saw that from Tinder that I was a comedian. It had I have a microphone in my hand. Okay, why are you saying this after the date? This, this is why this girl's forty two years old and single. And I right? love I yeah. love that she said an actress, writer slash, uh, and with a comedian. So she either wants you to change, or maybe she, why don't you quit acting? Yeah, and then maybe we could work it out. No, what she's saying is, listen, I need someone to have a stable income. She's like, you need benefits. Exactly. Or this isn't going to work. We can't both be losers. She says to me, first, she says we are two similar peas in a pod. There you go. See, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) I need somebody that has a stable life so I can be the fucking lunatic artist. She's 42 years old, this girl. I mean, like, she's been out with her. she's a mess. And she's like, but I think I would like to be friends. I think you're wonderful. I'm happy we met. So I wrote back, thanks for your honesty. She goes, thank you. And for your honesty, I mean it when I say I think you're wonderful. I'd love to meet again and discuss your movie and mine. So I just wrote back K, like just the letter K. Yeah, you know, yeah. That, that's like, when you total get, dismissive. Yeah, then she like, wrote, yeah, whatever, bitch. She was, I hope you didn't. I didn't bum you out. You've got a bright future with like four. Oh my, what does she work for? Decipher? Jesus Christ! So I, I wrote back. A, I wrote back. You did bum me out. Totally. And then she, she wrote frowny face. I'm sorry, Adam. But leave me the fuck alone. It's like, all Why right, were you even responding at that point? Fuck her. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like she just, you know. This is why you, I should write a show. This is why you're single. That should, that should be my new show, and I just tell people why they are single. Yeah, that, yeah. You're, From you're, a single guy. Okay, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'm not saying that I'm not single, but this is why you're single. Right? Yeah, I, that's my new fucking show. This is why you're single. So uh, then Did I had a, your, nothing's worse than someone who you're not even really dating yet, trying to let you down easy. One yeah. date. Yeah. One, one date. date. One date. So then, and I, yeah, and then, she couldn't just ignore you. That's yeah. that's the preferred method. Yeah, and and the fact that she's like, oh, I'm not ready for a comedian. There's four pictures of me doing comedy on my on my Tinder profile. Another girl asked me on Tinder, "What are you looking for?" I wrote, "My car keys." Uh, <laughs> so then I had a show at the at the haha. Did you, did you see your scabies? Is that what it was? No, I don't have. It went away. It cleared okay, up. Okay, good. Okay. Thank you. Uh, you're such a douche. <laughs> I love you, but you're like, I think you really have a Greg Wilson Furby where they fucking where you. It's a, it's a a doll of him and you rub it and it goes like, give me some coke give me some coke <laughs> <laughs> fucking evil scowl so um, then Friday night I, I so then the next night I had a show with it's Joe called Struve I had a show with Joe Rogan at the haha and uh, I introduced Joe and I always feel like I'm bothering Joe when I see him I, for some reason Joe's is nice to me he put me on his podcast I opened up for him but for some reason like when I talk to him I feel like I'm just I'm bothering him like yeah. I, I saw him like oh big fights this week who do you think is going to win and I was like I told myself, don't bother the guy, right? Right. So I didn't. He was actually really nice. He went on stage, like, give it up for Adam Hunter, Adam Hunter, Adam Hunter. He's done a lot of times. He killed it. He did an hour, I mean, of stuff I haven't heard before. He he really is at the top of his game as a comedian. Uh, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not just saying that. The dude, he inspired me to go work harder and to go home and write, yeah. write more jokes. Yeah. Certain, certain guys you see, you're like, 
like why are they where they are? You know, yeah, but yeah, this, yeah. this dude's not one of those things. I, I actually I don't even know how he does it, being that he has like seven fucking podcasts a week, works for the UFC, has three kids, and has time to write all this material, and it's it's pretty insane uh, the work ethic he has. But and he he talks like his stand up has substance. I mean, he'll, he'll talk about just random crazy stuff too, but like he'll also talk about like deep, like, yeah, you know, like substantive stuff. He's, I bet it's got to be that sleep. Uh, or the uh, sensory tropic stuff the, that he the takes. The sensory deprivation. I hope when I'm 55, he... I'm as good as him. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> and is in good shape. Uh, yeah. No, he's a, he's a, he's, a, he's a good dude. So then, uh, so then Friday night, right? I go to Fresno, right? I, I got a gig in Fresno Friday night, and I get a text from Ahmed Ahmed. Listen to this text, and I, I'm already, I'm already like Let's go uh, to a strip club, bro. No, I'm already. I'm I'm committed to I have a thing at the uh, I think I'm getting what you have. Already. I'm in Fresno and it's Saturday night. I, I get this text. I met a met. I get this. Hey, I got invited to the relaunch of a Maxim magazine in Mexico City Saturday night. Red carpet, private jet, staying at Four Seasons, 24 hour security. Entertainment tonight will be there. So will the president of Mexico. Huge event. Fly out today and fly back Sunday. They asked if I knew any cool celebrities. Do you want to go? I was already booked. I, I, I had turned that shit down. What? I, I turned down a, a... And you couldn't call me? I know, right? No. <laughs> he said celebrity. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. I know. If I'm the celebrity, Sorry. I'm like, who else did he... Who yeah. said no to this? Well, um, he's asking you to, if you know any, like... I can only justify you if you bring somebody that's worth bringing. You're a dick. No, I, I, I'm excited. I was So I, I drive to Fresno, right? And it's one of those gigs. It's like... It, the, half the crowd's gang members. Uh, the couple people yeah. came from MMA Roasted. They were like, so it was kind of like being in Mexico. It was kind of like being in Mexico. <laughs> it, it was it was a fun gig, but they made me work. You ever do one of those gigs where you like, uh, you're like, oh, I'm gonna knock this out. They they make you work. Yeah, you, yeah. You, I had to work. You gotta dig deep, and you're like, oh my god. This should be a cakewalk. And the whole time I'm like, I could be in could Mexico. Could be in Mexico yeah, yeah, yeah. With, Maxim, with Mexican Maxim models who have a whole different kind of scabies. <laughs> there was a comic in there, right, who was selling those, like, uh, hoverboards, right, from the what? stage. What? Like, he, yeah, he, was, he did seven minutes. That's and, his merch? And four minutes where he's like, yo, I got this discount on hoverboards. They're like, uh, they're they fell off a truck. <laughs> like, he's like, the $300 he was selling them for. Yeah. He was like... A hoverboard salesman that became a comic to sell hoverboards. That's it. That's not really an impulse buy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's not like, just, that's not, yeah, you I, don't grab that on the way out. Honey, where's the car? Oh, I left it. I went to a comedy show. I just came back on my hoverboard that I bought. Oh, uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was unbelievable. But it was funny because, well, so, but, but man, the question is, did he sell any hoverboards? I think he sold like two. What? <laughs> <laughs> Here it, we are fun of this guy he's and he's making it. 300 extra bucks on hoverboard i did like five it. minutes on him yeah uh, I, totally. I, I did five minutes on the fact that he so you helped him sell these goddamn hoverboards pretty much so then it was funny because i was actually me and mike my friend mike so uh, season for it. My, me and mike were both driving right and mike was driving halfway so i'm like i'm tindering from the from the ride right of course you are and i my, my i'm saying hey what's up how's it going that's like my like opening thing right and i'm, I'm getting not much response so i wrote like I wrote to one girl. I looked at her thing. I'm like, wow. I go, me and you have a lot in common. So her name is Lissa. Hey, Lissa, what's going on? Me and you have a lot in common, right? And then she, right away, boom. And then we're talking. So I'm like, oh, that, that actually worked. So I just copied that and put it to like 20 other girls. 
but I forgot to, to, to that take... Alyssa was one of these girls. <laughs> yeah. You're such an no. Ass. I forgot that the other girls' names weren't Alyssa. Like I just copied oh, it. You so got then, the oh, you got the Alyssa into Hey Alyssa, you're such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's like when you get like one of those uh, trashy emails. It's like, hey, I want to meet you, but like it's from a girl named Megan. It's like, hey, this is Alicia, oh. and you're like, you can't even make the email address match the name in you... the in the shitty email blast. So you know, <laughs> you did this yourself. You and they were. And they were writing back like Alyssa oh, with a question mark. You're an idiot. So I'm like, sorry, it sounds a lot like Christina. Like I was trying to yeah. make a joke. Damn yeah. autocorrect. Autocorrect. You should have yeah. that. Yeah, that's that's what I did. Damn no, autocorrect. I, I said I'm listening. <laughs> no, uh, you just did the Tinder equivalent of reply all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then someone's like, some girl was funny. She goes, okay, Jerome. <laughs> I was like, she said, so whatever. Nice. It, it actually was pretty funny. Um. And, and uh, yeah, so that was good. I, you know, I found out with like with Tinder and all this dating site. When I was younger, I used to sell baseball cards to my dad. My dad used to run baseball card shows, and we used to have a booth. And we would sell baseball cards. That's, yeah. that's what we did on the weekends. And my whole thing was like, I would I would buy a pack, I would get the good card, and I would just be like, oh, this is a cool card, and then I would sell the card to buy more packs. And I got a high off opening the packs. Like yeah. that was so. Before I know it, I had ten thousand shitty cards because I sold all my good cards just to open packs. Yeah, and I'm like that with girls now. Like I just, I, I just like, sw- I just like sw- getting the swipe. Yeah, I just like that, matching up. Yeah, that is a such of, a perfect metaphor. A lot of times, I don't really like the actual like the girl itself is like, eh. They're just, literally just, they're just digital trading cards. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. It's do like, they come with that hard gum? Is the question. <laughs> You get that hard gum that's uh, covered in that, that strange that white. That was always the worst. It was like, how is this uh, a bonus? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, hey, throw in this fucking, this this cement gum. Let them crack their teeth on it for a little while while they look through these It cards. was always covered in that white powder. The though. white, yeah, yeah. Was so funny. Because it was shipped from Mexico. <laughs> really? Yeah. And then, uh, so then, but actually, there's a girl now, I was like, uh, this is my, my, my friend who I, we, we tried being boyfriend and girlfriend a while back. It didn't work. We ended up being terrible. But now we're back to like fuck buddies. And we're, and we're great as fuck buddies. But when we take it to the next level, it never seems to work. You ever have that with somebody? Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long since I've dated. I'm, trying, I'm sure I have. I mean, there's a girl. I know? like her. She's great. We, we laugh at the same things. We, we have a great time together. But oh, yes. Su- yeah. No, I've definitely had this before. Yeah, but when yeah. we tried to like actually right, your girlfriend, right. it didn't work. But we're just friends with benefits. Yeah, the friend, right, way better. Do you, yeah. Did you did you did you actually set up like rules and regulations, or did you just are you just kind of like going with the flow, or do you like? Right now, we're just kind of going with the flow. We'll see what happens. Uh, she's a cool chick. I have, I have just don't get her pregnant. I have a good time with her. Uh, yeah. So, how was your weekend? It was good. What did you do? It was really good. I uh, I had a private gig, and when um, my, my college agent had her birthday party, and that was a lot of fun. And I got to tell you, I was really disappointed that there weren't more comics at this party. Because this woman puts a lot of money in a lot of comics' pockets. And these fucktards didn't bother to show up. And I was like... Was in L.A.? Yeah. And I'm like, where the fuck are you guys? This woman makes you a lot of money. Show up. Yeah, what's Saturday night, though? People have gigs. I know, but, I mean, they could have shown up afterwards. It went till 2 a.m. I was really... I found that very... I found that very odd. Right. You know? Um, But she's a great woman, and that was a lot of fun. And I did a corporate gig, a little holiday party. Made some good money doing that. And it was funny, because the two comics in front of me both died a miserable Mm. death. You know? But at least they ate the bullet. You know, by the time I got up there, they at least realized, you know what? This show isn't going away. (laughs) (laughs) You know? The first guy really... And I got to tell you, though... 
He really handled it like a veteran. It took a veteran comedian because the second they announced it's time for the comedy show, everyone started getting up, going to the bar, registering for the fucking raffle, just doing all this other shit, and he just sawed through those jokes. Zah, zah, zah. But you could tell they're like you could tell they were just like oh I want this to end and that but he kept going finished his time introduced the next guy next guy got up and he was real personable and he did pretty good although it, it was one of those ones where you do all the way good until the end and the last bit just uh, dies wow and then he's like okay well enough from me uh, <laughs> you know and so but of course I just got up there and it was like how about that cat story huh and uh, it gave me a nice launching point it really yeah. broke the tension on that I was telling people about the fight you almost got into during the bubble I do. Someone came up to the improv and was like, hey, I heard you guys almost got into a fight during Bubba Jenkins' fight. During, we're watching Bubba's yeah. fight. He's screaming so loud. We were going, uh, going crazy. It was a he, crazy- was, he was going crazy. And then it was fine. But someone, came up, to us, someone yeah. came up to us and was like, hey, man, will you guys knock it off? And we we're like, that's our friend fighting. Yeah. And number one, you know, it's like, it's like, and it's a it's bar. A, it's a football bar. They're in football games. Are you guys like stop cheering? And then he was like, his nose looks so good to hit, man. You do, nose- dude, I wanted to punch him so bad in the face. I'm like, go sit down. Go the, sit down. The guy like, looked you guys like are the just- only ones watching the fight. I'm like, who fucking cares? Go sit down. <laughs> the yeah. guy looked just like Greg. Yeah. He had the same height as Greg. Same, same, fat, same build. With a big old hook nose. <laughs> but with like, with like nerd, nerdy glasses. And it a was big a- hook nose that was just screaming to be broken. And I'm like, I'm like, so Greg. you're like, I can take him. I was totally. Like, 100%. Yeah. I'm like, if anybody that confronted me that like that I could take, this is the guy. And I, like, I, it- I was like, Greg, you don't want to like spend all your money getting it sued all your college money's and they go to this guy and Greg's like it might be worth it (laughs) I wanted to fucking kill this kid because he was being such a douchebag like go sit the fuck down this is a bar this isn't a church this isn't a private you know what I mean you do your thing we're gonna do our thing we're just watching the fight having a good time and we're there you know we know the the manager the bartender guy we have total permission to enjoy ourselves this guy was just being a fucking pube I told him I said listen we're not shutting up please go away yeah. So anyway, how was your week? What's going on? Oh, with you? I was gonna say I did a I did the exact opposite private gig. Uh, it was a small. It was like a, for a medical company, and they called me short notice, and it was just thrown together. And the woman's like, she wanted me to come in and start out by saying I was gonna be like a, a HIPAA uh, representative, like that's the uh, right, patient right. patient confidentiality guy. So she wanted to like set it up and be like surprise comedy, and I was like, that's a horrible idea. Mm-hmm. Nothing's worse than surprising people with comedy. <laughs> <laughs> but I get in there, so she wanted it to be uh, like a hoax. Yeah, um, and nobody nobody knew there was gonna be a comedy show. But it was like a like a one company, like a small medical center. I go in, I show up at this gig. It's down off like uh, Santa Monica Boulevard in this Russian restaurant. And I go in, it's the kind of like this tiny little restaurant. They rented out the whole thing. It's just one table of like thirty people, and it's the kind of situation where like there's only one way to go in the front door. And I open the door, and it's like, uh, and of course everybody just looks. Right yeah, everybody at stops, it. looks at me. And all I go is I go, uh, hey, uh, is it cool if I use the restroom? Because everybody's like, yeah, who yeah. is this guy? Yeah, that was and smart. At least the lady, there was like actually a stage and actually a microphone. Because you know you do those gigs and there's like, they just want you to like stand in oh, a corner. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I go, oh, let me use the restroom. And the lady's like, how'd okay. it go? Uh, they actually, once they settled in and realized what the, what the hell was going on, because the lady's like, I come back from the restroom and she's like, so do you want to say anything? And she just hands me the microphone. And this one of the la- <laughs> one of the managers she told me about. She goes, "Oh, you should make fun of this lady Irina. She's Russian. She's really feisty. She like talks like a sailor. Oh, she's drunk. She gets up and she's like, who, who is this guy? She's like ready to kick me out.'" 
And the, uh, right, the, she's taking it seriously. Oh, the lady that like she had to physically stop her. She goes, "Irina, sit down," and she hands me the microphone. So then I start doing the jokes. But dude, for like the first couple minutes, it was just they were Pretty, like, "What the hell's going on?" Weird. Yeah, okay. And then I settled in. I did like I did like half an hour. They That's were really fun. all you should do at these corporate events. That's oh, all yeah. they want. Oh, they were like half an hour. But that was the thing. We had three comics. Each one was supposed to do a half an hour. I got That's thrown weird. out of a Christmas party one That's time. That's way too long. Yeah, they were like they had a Bible study beforehand. And, and then I got on, and then they booked me, and the, the, the wife cut me off. And then the father who booked me was like, me and my son love you. Yeah. <laughs> but, 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 like, Mama Duke doesn't like yeah, you. It was, yeah. uh, so have you heard about this, uh, this, this beef between Stitches and the game? Have you heard about this? No. I, All right. We gotta talk about this. Why? What year is this? All right, this happened this weekend. So, <laughs> I know, but the all right, game so, has so been relevant since 2003. So here's what happened. So this rapper, right? We'll, t- we'll talk about this. And we'll talk about fighting. We got a big show, by the way. We have Michael Chandler coming in. We have Bubba Jenkins coming in. We got a press conference coming in, calling in. So I've been a fan of. So Stephen Bonner was fighting Tito Ortiz, right, okay. back in the day, and he came out with this rapper named Stitches. This, right. And this guy from Florida, he has Stitches. He has. He has a tattoo on his face of a machine gun. The white guy. He's like Cuban and Greek. He's got tattoos of yeah. stitches all over him. And he's like a, a parody rapper. So it's not just a clever name. He's <laughs> committed to this. He's committed. And theme. he's 20 years old, yeah. right? So I started listening to some of his songs. And they're like comedy rap songs. Like, okay. uh, I'll play you one of his songs. Uh, actually, can, can, uh, can you better we... better have a money. Can we, can, can we play it? it. <laughs> it's just... Uh, can you, can, can you uh, bring up uh, uh, Molly Cyrus stitches? So we're gonna play one of his songs, and I think you've played one of these. Cocaine in your way. I'ma put cocaine in your way. I'ma put my dick in your way. Put a molly in the ass. What? Put a molly in the ass. I just popped the molly. Now I'm trying to fuck Molly Cyrus. I just popped the molly. Now I'm trying to fuck Molly Cyrus. I'ma put cocaine in your ass. I'ma put my dick in your ass. I'ma put cocaine in your ass. I'ma put my dick in your ass. Fuck Billy Ray Cyrus, I'm your daddy now. I'ma put my dick up in your ass and it ain't coming out. If you don't like what I'm saying now, I don't give a fuck. Cause it won't change the fact that my dick is in your butt. But All right, so, so, so that's one of his songs, right? He seems like a nice guy. <laughs> and then he has another song called Brick in Your Face, where he he, <laughs> he, he fronts people bricks and then and he shoots them with like, machine guns when they don't pay him back for the cocaine. Right? So... So he's. Been- I, I actually remember. I've seen this video. I saw it a long time ago, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> so he's been talking shit to the game, right? Like okay. he's been talking. I mean, like really <laughs> talking a ton of shit to this rapper. That, and like the game is like, I don't know. I think he's an ex gang member. Oh yeah, he, he's a big big guy. So here's, here's what he says, man. About the game is a pussy ass nigga who won't even meet me up. I bet your kids don't even call your daddy. They probably call you pussy nigga because that's what the fuck you is, nigga. Claiming to be a blood, claiming to be a crip, nigga, pick a side, cause you a pussy. So okay, so he's been saying stuff like that about the game, talking all this stuff about the game, right? So now the game is in Miami, where Stitches is from, mm-hmm. and Stitches is circling uh, the club, just actually trying to pick. He's spitting on the game's car, talking all this smack. I want to fight the game, putting it on Instagram. So now the game gets out with his friends, right? He gets out of his car. There's cops everywhere. He walks up to the game. And the game's manager, who's like five foot five, smack cracks him, drops him. One punch, stitches is out. Yeah. Right? Gets up, falls back down. His friends pick him up, and then that's it, right? 
And then the game has been having a field day on uh, Instagram uh, with this. I mean, he's been saying some of the some of the fu- I mean, some of the things that the game has been saying. I'll actually read you some of his his uh, his Instagram quotes. So the game he posted a picture of stitches with his like because uh, he actually has stitches, right? Right. So he wrote like Philip Casabanis. That's his name. What yeah. the fuck kind of name is that? Old English teacher name having pussy? The same mouth you talk <laughs> about my kids got you busted the fuck open. Now the stitches in your mouth ain't no fucking tattoo. You brought all your little dumbass there with five clowns packed in a Porsche, drove around for two hours making an instant movie. All five got out of the car acting tough because your police was there. You ran up, your homies didn't move, and you got your pussy ass knocked out on video in front of the police. Now your Instagram's private, LOL. Hashtag Private Ryan. Hashtag mouth look like a porn star pussy after a gangbang. <laughs> hashtag just tell your artist to tattoo stitches around the real one so they blend in. Hashtag boy got permanent duck lips. Hashtag vagina mouth. Hashtag now you're sad. Go sit down somewhere. Hashtag the only three options left. Hashtag go work at Walmart. Hashtag do kids birthday parties. Hashtag travel WWE. It's a so, lot of hashtags. And then he hashtag and, hashtag abuse. And then uh, and, he, and he puts up like <laughs> and he puts up like ten pictures, uh, all with this hashtags of what yeah. Stitches can do. Stitches has like sort of come back on his Instagram saying it was a sucker punch, uh, saying that he didn't that like. And then I guess he got jumped the next day, so he was saying that he. How got, can it be a sucker punch when you broadcast that you're looking for a fight and you go running up on somebody? Yeah, you don't get to yeah. choose. Where the come, where the fight's gonna come from? Yeah. When you when you say you're bringing a fight and then you run up on a group of people, you don't you don't get to choose which one of them fires first. And what? I've seen it's not like he got hit. Like I've seen you know dudes get like like blindsided right, or like right. hit hit from behind. He gets punched straight in the face. The guy from was the short front. and it was dark. He, he, <laughs> well, I, I, I give you that, but it's not like he got jumped from behind. He exactly like Greg said. He walks right at the guy and just gets dropped. And, uh, oh, my God. He's a big dude, too. Stitches? Yeah. He's a big dude. He gets drunk. I mean, but why would you, first of all, this guy's like an internet famous, internet famous guy. He's, yeah. uh, he's a guy who got big online. Uh, he's not, I don't think he was a real gangster. I think he's from a good part of Florida. Right. Uh, well, why are you picking fights with the game? I mean, do you have a death wish? Uh, to be honest, it's probably the best thing that's happened to the game's career. But for well, the I game, mean, it kind of made him relevant again for he's, a he's been pretty relevant. Has he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, the rap... Seen, he, yeah, he is. He's he's pretty relevant. Okay, but uh, I'll take your word for it on that one. Yeah, he's. I don't think he's as big as he was a couple years ago, but he's still pretty big. Um, but yeah, but I, he's just. I mean, the guy's got balls though, going up to five dudes by himself. But there were cops everywhere. I think he thought the cops were going to break it up. Do you so think too. it's balls or just bad decision making? Because clearly, from his tattoos, we know he's not smart, and the language <laughs> he, needs he to used. Cipher. The, yeah. <laughs> He should have consulted with Cypher. Uh, do you think it's a good idea for me to go up to the game and all of his entourage outside of a club in Florida? And they'd be like, yes. Should I call him the N-word and call out gangs? That's uh, online. That's a good idea, he right? He says the N-word like a hundred times. Oh. That's his favorite word. Yeah. I, yeah. I, but the exciting thing is this sets up the uh, the game's manager for the winner of, Kim, <laughs> of Kimbo versus Dada 5000. <laughs> Well, people are saying that the game should have punched him himself. But, but look, that's your boys. Some dude walks up. He is the manager. His job is to protect his client, and that's exactly what he did. Well, he I can't did, wait till know. next month when Bellator announces. <laughs> it's going to be the game versus Stitches. I'm, I'm going to try to get him on the show, Stitches. Your, your should dad- we try to get him on the show? No. Really? Why? I don't want anything to do with this. Guy. Yeah, I, don't, I would like to keep <laughs> my distance. Let that just exist away from us as far as it can live. Really? Yeah. 
You want to invite that into your house? Keep it out. You're an idiot. No, maybe you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you're, you need to cipher too. <laughs> your dad's your manager, right? Yeah. Would he? Would he? Uh, he would say he. My dad's like, don't make fun of rappers. These guys are crazy. No, no, no. But I'm saying, would he? Would he uh, step up in a fight for you if someone was coming like, at you? Would your dad jump in front and probably? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then would he try to get a commission off that fighter? Probably. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I think I would do better, but my, yeah. my dad's got my back. He'd be like, "No, let me handle the light work." Now the the, the, uh, the Bellator fights this weekend. Did you watch them? You watch them? Nobody watched them. All right, so I watched the- after football season. I'll be watching a lot more. The so, college season's almost over. It'll be a lot more fights. I had in my view. I had too. two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. So well, Georgie fought the guy. I who- know. And I love Georgie, and I saw that he lost. He lost to Daniel Weishel. The guy. You know what? Look, Georgie has it says three straight wins via guillotine chokes. Yeah. Even though the guy was a black belt, Daniel Weichel, he stayed away from Georgie's guard, didn't do any kind of grappling, stood there, traded with him, and had the speed advantage. That's how he won the fight. It was. Are you burping up AIDS right now? No, I'm not. Come on, man. <laughs> it's. It, it, I, I get it. I, I. I. I understand. It's funny to you, but enough, man. Let's try to have. Nobody thinks you actually have AIDS. I'm just. Joking I, I know. With you. I know. But it's like. It's like you know. It's like when you do a callback. Like the, the 14th time in a set. And it's like people are like, okay, we get it. We get it. We get it. We're going to that well. We want to we get away from the Fox News uh, routine where you, if you say something enough times, then all of a sudden it's true. <laughs> no one's ever going to think it's that true. I do not. Have, I, I have a cold. Okay? I know. I'm just messing I, And I could have canceled today and not come in. But we only have a one show this week. Yes. Uh, because I'm going to Vegas. Right. Wednesday night through Sunday night, I'll be in Vegas. That'll the, make you healthy. At the Stratosphere Conference. <laughs> Like that'll, re- that'll heal you right up. That'll re- like a trip to Vegas for a week yeah, to, to get healthy. There was a girl in Vegas that used to love eating my butt. That was like her favorite thing to do. Like she would like yeah, she cuts out the 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 demons and the filth right out. No, of I, would, I honestly like went out and I would buy I bought dude wipes for her. Like I went out and bought, I would I would buy baby wipes just because I knew I was going to see her. Like that was her favorite thing to do. It's like modern cupping. Uh, that's uh, how they get out the humans. I'm yeah. not going to see her anymore, though. I can't even look at her in the face anymore. Well, of course not. All you can see is her asshole <laughs> smeared on her fucking mouth. Oh, jeez. Uh, did you ever have a girl eat your butt? I don't think so. Tyler? No. Your wife doesn't do it? No. Your wife never did it? No. Why not? Because uh, she's a respectable human being. I w- I w- that's not something that I'm... Uh, I mean, I'm not... Like, I've never done it, so maybe I would be into it, but I'm, I've never tried. And I'd you ever ate her butt? No. Really? Well, uh, can I ask you guys this? When did when did eating the booty uh, like all of a sudden? I feel like I, in the last year or two, it became like a thing, which is crazy to me because especially like with rap and hip hop and the stereotype, even like from a few years ago, was that black guys don't eat pussy, and now it's gone the whole all the way to now. And there was one rapper eating uh, ass. There was one rapper that was like, I forgot the guy's name. He How was we, part of the, he started the ED, the, the booting ED club. He was like, he was it's big. Who's that? You know what I'm talking about? It was like one of one of uh, Tupac's guys. He has that song still balling with that guy. Uh, yeah, no, he he was like one of the first dudes to be like, yeah. you're not a real, you know, if you're not eating yeah. ass. And yeah, yeah, like, he well, was, yeah, yeah. Well, T- I've said it before. I will only eat ass directly out of the pool. Trick Daddy, Trick Daddy, Trick Daddy. loves eating booty. Uh, he loves eating it. Uh, yeah. All right, so Georgie won. It's got to be. It's got to be chlorine clean. Chlorine clean. Also, for me uh, to get in there and lick it. Also, Josh. But I will. <laughs> really? Yeah, out of the pool. Yeah. Well, how often do you have girls in a pool? That, that's as often as I'm meeting you. <laughs> so if I'm at a party and there's you go to Greg's pool. house, there's a pool like in the kitchen. <laughs> there's a baby pool that we keep there just for eating ass purposes. Hot tub will work too, just as long as there's chlorine. That's what really makes it nice and edible. So Josh Thompson uh, won. 
Uh, he he beat Pablo Villaseca. Uh, Josh Thompson won. You know, Wait I like a minute, this is a fight podcast. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so Josh Thompson Thompson did look great. Thompson did look great. Yeah. However, they're bringing in guys. There aren't even in Bellator. His last two fights were guys they just brought in for him to fight. The guy had one Bellator fight he lost, and then he went somewhere else. They, you know, Thompson, they got a level. I didn't have to try to build Josh Thompson up, but we are, everyone knows how good Josh Thompson is. Yeah. Uh, we all know how good he is. He, he fought for the title in Strikeforce. He, he's fought some high-level UFC guys. You know, you don't need, we, we, I understand you're trying to build him up in, in your organization, but enough, enough of this. Well, enough, enough of fighting guys that are, you know. But see, we we yeah, know pick, that, but I pick. think a lot of like maybe more casual fans don't. All right, so we got Bubba Jenkins back in studio. In the house. In the house, Bubba. Bubba how are you doing, Bubba? I'm doing good, man. You know, getting my training going again. Hopefully, we're fighting sometime in February. There's a February. oh really. There's a February 19th card and a February 29th card, so I'm hoping we can squeeze in on that. I want to be on the 19th card because you know that's got all the big wigs. The Ken on Shamrock it. and Hoist Gracie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Plus, yeah. I've uh, I've been I've only been to Houston for maybe like 10, 15 minutes, so I want to go to Houston, knock somebody out, and then go out to eat or something. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> now I've been watching go to Applebee's. I've yeah. been watching on the on the beach training. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's pretty cool. That, that's your wife, I guess. Yeah. Filming that. Yeah. Looking good on the beach, but then Conor McGregor's manager. Yeah. Put up, uh, it looked like he was making fun of you on uh-huh. ins- on Instagram. Like, look at this guy. He didn't know it was Bubba Jenkins. He happened yeah. to put on Instagram, look at this guy trying to train all hard, uh, easy, slow and easy boy or something. No, and well, then there's the thing that goes on on the um, Ultimate Fighter Show. I don't know if you watch the Ultimate Fighter Show, but uh, Connor always says, flow in the, uh, nice and easy, flow, flowy, autumn, flowy, nice and flowy, autumn, easy, flowy. And he keeps saying it, and it, it's become a thing with his manager, I guess. Everyone always hits him up and it's like, Nice and easy, flowy, autumn, flowy, and uh, he did this video, and I guess he was, you know, working on, you know, some new apps or some new stuff with his phone, and you know, he wanted to put this video out, and he put the video out of me training with music behind it, and it, and it said uh, flowy, autumn, nice and flowy, and a lot of people took it the wrong way. I didn't take it the wrong way, one because I actually look good. Um, you do, man. I, I, I looked good on the beach doing doing what I was doing. Obviously, I, I looked a little slow because you're not as fast on ground as you are in the sand. That's the whole purpose of working out on the beach. And there was some kicks in there that were, that weren't the sharpest or the crispest, (laughs) but you know, I mean, I, I mean, for a beach workout and I'm not knowing anyone watching me. Plus, you know, I got a little ankle injury and a little this, a little that. So, you know, I'm just getting back in the swing of things, you know, so I'm, I'm not out there a day before a fight trying to look crisp and, you know, I'm out there a couple of days after a fight, just kind of, you know, getting my work done, chopping wood, trying to get, well, better. I had gotten a text someone that, that he was making fun of Bubba. Right. So no. someone's like, yo, that awkward woman that you know, someone making fun of Bubba, uh, of a, someone, you know, a guy on the beach and it happens to be Bubba Jenkins. So mm. I, I wrote, Hey, John Cavanaugh, that guy you're making fun of is, NCAA champion and Bellator fighter Bubba Jenkins, you'll be seeing him soon enough, right? Yeah. right? And then, of course, all these people, all these Irish people got mad at me, like, oh, you can give it, but you can't take it, yada, yada, yada. Like, people started coming at me saying, that, oh, now all of a sudden, first of all, I'm a comedian, and all of a yeah. sudden this guy Kevin as a comic. Second of all, that wasn't really a joke, because then people were, like, actually dissing you on his Instagram, like, oh, I'm sure Dana White's going to sign that guy. I'm like, like when all he's, this. When he's already looked to sign me a couple times. So, so. like, all this stuff. <laughs> 
But then Kavanaugh was like actually backtracked and said, hey, uh, I wasn't making fun of him. Jesus, guys, uh, we always say slow and easy, yada, yada, yada. So then I had to delete my comment because I'm like, the fuck am I getting involved in this for? You know, somebody had like, I got baited basically into it by by a friend of mine. He's a big supporter. He hit me up on Twitter. He was like, man, you look good. You got some nice work. Um, Actually, Antonio McKee and I don't know who from the Conor McGregor camp. Um, they were already talking about us working out together, you know, working on, on some movement things and obviously some wrestling things to, you know, to help each other out. And, you know, I thought, I thought it would be pretty cool. That'd be badass. You work at you and uh, yeah. Bubba and Conor McGregor. Yeah, That's right. Training. You gotta, Bring you gotta... it in the Bubba chain. <laughs> Want to learn how to scrap on the ground. <laughs> yeah, I do. Want to learn how to do a double leg. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, you know, the mix of, of iron sharpened irons is the, is the theory there. And, you know, we, I didn't, I I didn't, I didn't think any shade was thrown my way. I thought it was all cool and all love, you know, yeah. and that's why I said, you know, I'm well, trying, to, trying to get better. It's also great promo. There's nothing wrong with being yeah. uh, associated with the Connor camp. It's kind of the hottest camp there is. So. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see December 13th. Well, we will. Yeah. Well, yeah, this weekend we'll find out for sure, won't we? Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about the fights coming up. Um, also, Bubba, did you watch Bellator last weekend? Yeah. Now, of course we, I watched Bellator last weekend. Now, the, we talked about the Georgie Karakanyan fight. Yeah. Um, I thought that Wachel had a... a Perfect technique. Yeah. Like, I think he saw your fight and was like, "Don't shoot at him, don't don't tie up with this guy. Mm-hmm. Keep it standing. Use your speed and footwork to beat him." That's exactly what happened. Maybe I should have used the Weishul game plan against uh, Georgie Carcano, but man, Weishul. Everyone said, "Oh, he destroyed him," and you know, just beat him up. You know, it was, it was a slacking. <laughs> First, one Weishul has some of the best stand up in the game. You know, he keeps it very simple. It's not flashy, but. You know, his his basics, his fundamentals are as crisp as they come. You know, just perfect. You know, perfect form, perfect leverage on the jab and knows how to use his distance. I mean, he's not a tall guy, but he's not also getting cracked, at, you know, so he's obviously using his range and good stuff like that. But also, you know, George is coming off of that, you know, terrible knee, yeah. knee, um, knee injury, and he looked... Like he was still, you know, kind of favoring it. Uh, I know, I know Georgie to have mean, I mean, vicious kicks and he didn't really, you know, kick, kick that much. You know, he kicked every now and then, but he still, he didn't look confident in his leg. He didn't look like he was, you know, coming back, you know, racing for a title shot kind of thing. So, um, it was a, it was a difference of Weichel having a hell of a night and a great game plan and sticking to it to a T and, and Georgie just coming back. I mean, that's a really tough fight to come back after you know, we had his last fight was me, yeah. which was in January. You've you had know, two fights since then. That's uh, that's almost a year of being off, and then coming back having to fight Weishel is you know really tough. Do you want Weishel next? Uh, I don't care who I got next, man. Um, I'm feeling good with my camp. I'm getting explosive. Um, we're working on you know five six minutes more of conditioning. It wasn't that I was tired in my last fight, but if I could have pushed the pace a little bit more, I definitely would have finished him. Yeah, finish I, I did you not finish him in the second on purpose? Um, I wouldn't say on purpose. I can't. I can't say that. I, I mean, everything. We were like, I, I did say in my interviews. I, I, I said plenty of times in my interview. Finish it. Yeah, no, no, like, trust me. I got my phone blew up with people telling me on, how I could finish. On the last podcast, we were talking about it, and uh, I said uh, if you would have done like a walk off. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like you. He might have. They might have called, called it because yeah. you cracked him, dude. And yeah. he was. And he was. Well, even I, I mean, I didn't do a walk off, but I did hesitate to, yeah, to yeah. see Look what, what was going. Yeah. yeah, you admired well, him for a little bit. In the in the middle of it, I kind of laughed. I'm not gonna lie. You started I, laughing. I kind of. I kind of. Jo- I was. But it wasn't. Well, the, it wasn't me laughing so at Jordan long. Parsons. It was me laughing at the motions that what I was seeing in front of me. Yeah, like, but you know that world star. Yeah, you can't yell at world star 
do is kind of like, you know, wobbly leg it. And I hadn't, I mean, I only see that in the gym, but not like, you know, in a real fledged fight, you know, with, with a, a tough opponent like Parsons. So, you know, I kind of, I kind of let out a chuckle, but the whole time it goes back to me just being so calm yeah. that I was just so relaxed that, you know, I could laugh when I wanted to laugh. You know, some people are so intense yeah, that even laughing. if something. Laugh after the fight when yeah, you're eating food. That's how, I mean, but, going, but that's how comfortable I was. You know, when I, when I start laughing, when I start playing around in a sense, it's not playing around with lack of intent to finish or lack of intent of being serious in the fight. It's just trying to stay relaxed, trying to stay in that you frame of mind. You think you're the most mind. dangerous laughs that I'm or no? Yeah, I definitely got the most dangerous laughs in MMA, for sure. Yeah, if he's laughing, you're in trouble. Yes. Yeah. If, I, if I smile you. at you, you're, it's a problem. Yeah. yeah, it really is. Now, I used we to, like, I used to smile come. during like, matches. You jumped on, but I, I mean, we wanted you just to let your yeah, hands but go. I didn't, I didn't not finish him on purpose. I did say in my interviews that even if I hurt him, I'm going to drag him through the third. Yeah. Right, even if I, I said, right. I, if I hurt him in the first 30 seconds, I'm going to still drag him to the third. So I guess putting that out there kind right. of yeah. made so that's it, you know. We were talking, we're like, He's, letting, he's, he's actually letting him survive. This is ridiculous. I just thought you yeah. kind of were confused and how should I finish him? Should I? Well, should he I was go? already recovered by yeah. the time I jumped on him. And yeah, I did hesitate for a split second, but it wasn't that long. You know what I mean? It, I mean, it was a second and a half later. By the time I hit him with an uppercut punch on the way down to, to covering him, he was already... I could feel him already be back. You know right, what I mean? Right. So it wasn't like a good credit, time. Credit to him, man. Yeah, That's, absolutely. He tough. bounced back immediately. Had he still been limp, you know what I mean? I just rolled him over and then I would have ground and pound him kind because of thing. You but made he a was good back. fighter look bad. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah. Is, which is hard to do. I yeah, mean, we did people, I think people don't realize Jordan Parsons is a really good fighter. I've watched a lot of his fights and I was a little nervous for you, actually, yeah. before the fight. I'm like, this guy, this is a tough a guy. A little nervous. This is, not, this is not a walkthrough fight. You know, yeah. not that any fight is. Yeah, but I was, you know, your last fight before that, you fought. I was like, I was going to kill this guy. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm yeah, like, but all right. So, um, as far as Josh Thompson, what do you think of his fight? I thought it was good. I thought I think it's a little, uh, you know, a little bit challenging to call out Chandler because I think Chandler would beat him. Um, but you know, he's one of those fighters that wants to give the crowd what they want and give the audience and the fans yeah, what they want. So, up. yeah, you always want to step up. So, I think Thompson and Chandler would be a good fight. I just I got Chandler in that. I, I don't see where where Thompson can really you know out outdo Chandler, and I can see a couple places where Chandler can outdo uh, Thompson. But you know, I was a fan of his his uh, his in the UFC and, and fan of him now. You know, I think he's a great fighter. I just. I think that it's just matchup. Everything's about matchups and stylistically how they match up and how they work. And I think uh, so. You versus Connor. Matchup. Who wins that fight? I beat Connor. You beat Connor because I'm gonna take him down. I'm not gonna play the game he plays. Fuck yeah! yeah. You heard that, guys. Bubba beats yeah. Connor. Hashtag yeah. Bubba versus Connor on Twitter. Let's make it happen. I would do a Chad Mendez, but in better shape. Yeah, ab absolutely. Um, now you watched the Derek Anderson versus Pitbull. Yeah, I did. I did. I thought. I thought Anderson won. You know, a lot of people were saying, oh, that was a bad I thought Anderson won. Um, you know, the takedowns and stuff like that, they were going back and forth. I would say, yeah, uh, Pitbull won the takedown battle. If it was a wrestling match, it'd be, you know, 10 to 6, something like that. You know, but obviously it's not a wrestling match. And, you know, Anderson was aggressive in the beginning. He was lining at 1 and 2. His range was beautiful. Um, I think he did more damage on his feet. Um, Pitbull took a lot of damage in the first and the second. You know, um, he had a better second round, but the first one was easily Anderson. I, I gave it a little bit more to Anderson in the second um, and a draw on the third. So that's where I saw the win go. And your boy, A.J. McKee, undefeated still. Yes, sir. 3-0. He's got a massive gash over his eye. Um, he, I think he got 
hit with a headbutt. They headbutted a little bit on the shot, um, but he he hit him with a nice knee. A couple things we've been working on in practice, but he looked good, man. I was excited about you know the young buck getting his getting his three and no strike. People going. started talking about him more. You yeah, could, you could see. You could feel I've been the telling y'all. Look, you I ain't, ain't bubba. I ain't bubba Norman Domus for no reason. Okay, <laughs> okay. I've been telling y'all. AJ McKee is the truth. He's gonna be the future. By the way, Tyler is coming with me today to wrestling practice. Greg, you want to come? Yeah. What? What, you want to coach kids today? Nope. Why not? I got shit to do. I would love to see that. <laughs> I would love to see Greg attempt to coach kids in wrestling. Are you kidding me? The last thing I need to do is get beat up by eighth graders. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. I'm all good. And then come home with mad herpes? No thanks. Bubba, today, you want to come? No, I can't do it, man. Why? I, can't, I, I actually have uh, high school kids to work on. I went to a tournament this weekend, and um, I, I saw some, some mistakes that they made, the kids that I'm working with at uh, Maricosta. And um, they wanted me to come today so they can get fresh back off of the weekend. Nice. So, so all right, we're going to call Michael Chandler, a guy you beat in the NCAA finals. No, not in the finals. Oh, and, and NCAA championship, so. NCAA yep. tournament. It was at the NCAA tournament, the first yes. round. I was going Hello, Michael Chandler. How's it going? What's up? What's going on? You're here on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Bubba Jenkins, uh, Greg Wilson, and Tyler Bowe. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Coming off a big win over David Rickles, uh, you uh, you demolished him. Demolished him. Uh, you looked great in that fight. Uh, what went right in that fight for you? Um, just a lot of good preparation. Um, a lot of uh, you know, just belief in myself and belief in my ability to get back to uh, you know being the the lightweight champion again. Um, and that was the next step in my uh, kind of in my quest to get there. So I had a. Had him standing in my way, and he was he was asking for the fight. He thought that he got a lot better, um, but you know I was able to go out there and, and uh, execute my game plan and get a finish. Nice. Well, you did that, man. I mean, you looked great. Uh, you yeah. look you look you look mean again. It was for I think you you, yeah. you you had that fire back in your eye, which is good to see. Uh, yeah, now, yeah. So I'm a pretty pretty mean dude sometimes. <laughs> uh, now recently, you uh, you and like. 20 people ran away from Alliance. You guys got up in the middle of the night yeah. and you all just went to a different camp. Uh, so <laughs> what camp are you at now? Uh, I did my last camp at Power MMA. So kind of Phoenix. Is that where you're going to stay? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the plan. So we're, uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't exactly like you described it. You know, I think I, I might've been one of the, one of the the only guys to kind of sit down with coach and coach Del Fierro and, and talk to him and, and figure that kind of stuff out. And I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it wasn't necessarily anything they did wrong. I just need, I needed to make a change and I made a positive change for myself, uh, feeling better than ever. And, uh, Phoenix has been great so far. So what really happened? I heard you guys were, that they were all giving gutter a wedgie and you guys got sick of it. You guys were like, this is bullshit. No, no. was Bill gutter, Murray running gutter this definitely game? Is, He's very, uh, very wedgie worthy. Yeah. But uh, no. So, all right. Now, how's the how's the wife? By the way, your wife is smoking hot. Yeah. They came to my show in San Diego. <laughs> Damn. He has, uh, he has a smoke. We are. We're doing good. Nice. We're uh, us and our, our three pugs are hanging out, uh, enjoying a little downtime right now. Um, getting a little training in, obviously, but you know, focusing on the holidays and and uh, excited to do that. Now we got Bubba Jenkins here. Are you still upset about Bubba for the wrestling match in the in the in the NCAA's? <laughs> no, I have I have uh, I have let that be part of the past. I I don't even hold it against him. I don't even hold it against myself, which is pretty rare. Because if Bubba was telling us that someone's been prank calling him uh, <laughs> at night, <laughs> sending over like some like fucked up shit to his house, that's 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 not you. That's not me. That's All not right. me. That's uh, 
I don't know who that is, but it ain't me. Uh, all right. Uh, now, are you and, are you and Bubba friends? Yeah, yeah, of right. course. Right. So different, no, like... different weight class now, so it's oh. always easier when that happens. Mm. Yeah, no kidding. Now, Josh Thompson won his fight and then called you out. Uh, what exactly did Josh say? Which I said was a bad call out. I, I got my money on my boy Chandler, and like I was telling you before we called him, I think it's just a bad matchup and a bad uh, a bad call out. I think uh, Chandler beats him in two. I, I would agree with that. I like that. Uh, you know, I, I think I, I think uh, you know the, the the good thing, the funny thing, which keeps seeming to happen is, you know, they they brought up the champion, and uh, you know, he didn't uh, didn't doesn't even really want to fight him because he knows the bigger fight, the more hyped fight um, is me. So it's kind of uh, kind of an interesting dynamic, but I think it's it's definitely you know what he said was true. The hype, you know, I've had you know even the other day. After uh, after he won, I mean, there's there's been a ton of buzz since Josh came over. People want to see us fight. We're exciting. We both come forward. Um, he's obviously accomplished a lot in the sport, um, and uh, he's a big name. So I think the fight that the people want to see in the lightweight division is definitely me and him. So it's it's an interesting dynamic. So how do you see see that that fight going? Uh, you know, I, I like uh, I like Josh's style. I think he's always he's always been able to push the pace, and he fights hard, and he's you know he's mixes up the ground game and the his strikes pretty well, but I think he's, you know, he's definitely slowed down. Um, he's definitely got a lot of, uh, a lot of momentum going right now. He's, he's very happy. He's happy with, with where he's at Bellator. I'm sure he's getting taken care of a lot better in Bellator than he was in the UFC. So I'm sure he's very happy, but none of that's really going to help him uh, <laughs> when he steps in the cage. When it comes when it comes to just strictly um, physical attributes, I think I'm head and shoulders are better than him. Um, faster, stronger, quicker. So, um, you know, I, I'm excited to compete against him, but I don't um, see it going too well. I, I'm I'm with Bubba on this one. I think I finished him within the, within the first two rounds. Now, what happened with you and EJ Brooks? Because EJ came on the podcast and said you guys, you were addicted to him in college. That you took a spot on the team. You stole his girlfriend. <laughs> what? what <happened? laughs> that all sounds like it's none, none of that was none of that was true. Besides the fact that I took his spot on the team, I think he's. Uh, <laughs> He's definitely, I'm one of those guys that keeps him up at night for some reason. Um, so I just, uh, I just try not to get involved in it. You know, I think he's a, uh, he's a different guy and he holds a lot of resentment towards me. Um, but at the end of the day, it was just, I was just a guy trying to make the wrestling team and that's what happened. Mm, all right. Cool. He will continue. He will continue to talk about me. <laughs> yeah, he does not like you. He did, like say he, he, he did say he likes you better than some people, but he said he, said, he, yeah. said he doesn't like you. Uh, but yeah. uh, you know, of it course. happens. It happens. I, 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 you know, I had a different experience. I'm like, this guy's a nice guy. Wow, you know, Michael Chandler's a nice guy. EJ's a nice guy, but I don't know. He, he, you actually do keep him up at night. That's actually a very true statement. Yeah. Um, well, it's a yeah, different it's exactly. a different complex when you're on the same team. Like there's guys that you know you, you would think that that team bond is more like a brotherly thing. You know, you guys are cousins in a sense. You know, we all grind together, we sweat together. But there's guys that I sweat with, bled with, but I cannot stand. You like know, who? I, I, like Frank Molinero. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. You know, there's but there's other guys on the on the team that even if I named them, <laughs> you wouldn't. You wouldn't take know. You long today. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Right no it wasn't. There. It wasn't. Like it wasn't hard at all. But but there's just guys that because you guys are so close and because you have done so much together, there's times 
multiple times where you just step on each other's toes and you're like, yo, you're in my space, you're in my area, you're in my in my being. You're just here and I don't like it and I hate it and I wish you were on another team so I could beat your ass. But unfortunately, we're fighting for the same stripes. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. you know, but that, I mean, there's, that goes for a lot of people. There's a lot of people that have teammates that they just can't stand. That's even in the gym of wow. MMA today. There's people who can't who can stand, stand each other. Not, not in my gym. Uh, I, everybody, everybody's real chill in my gym. But there's people in certain, in big gyms, you know, yeah. that yeah. can't send each other. If I was over at Power MMA, I probably wouldn't be able to stand LaRue Burley. I probably wouldn't try to beat him up every day. So, I mean, there's, there's, there's guys that you just Lou don't Burley? like. LaRue Burley. Who's that? Scrub. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the guy that beat you. Yeah, he yeah, gave yeah. For, right, yeah, right, yeah. right, right, right. How did, how did he do in the World Series of Fighting in the tournament? How'd I think he, he got knocked out. Same night I, same night I knocked out uh, Parsons. He got head kicked. Oh, yeah. He, he got head kicked again? It, I wow! I, I mean, unless he's fighting me, I don't really watch it. But right. I just saw someone sent me a link of him getting kicked in the face. Wow! I know he got knocked out before that. Foot slap, bitch. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, who's your next fight against Chandler? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm waiting to hear. I wish I knew. Uh, we're waiting to hear from from Bellator. Um, you know, so we're we're trying to get it figured out. Uh, I, I don't know if it'll be Thompson next. I know that. I know that fight's definitely gonna happen in the next year. Um, but I'm ready to fight ASAP. I know he just fought, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, he he just came out with an article saying he wants to fight like six times next year or in the next year. So, wow. um, you know, and he's not getting any younger. So we'll we'll uh, we'll see what uh, we'll see what happens. Well, let's talk about some of the fights this weekend. Thursday night UFC Fight Night: uh, Rose Namajunas versus Paige Van Zant. Uh, I'm thinking I, I watched the embedded. Watch the embedded. Freaking Van mm-hmm. Zant's pretty damn hot. I, I hate to say, it, like, like yeah. she's. Pretty hot. I'd like to get uh, embedded with her. <laughs> I would like to get embedded with her as well. Uh, Rose shaved her head. Yeah. Looks looks a little boyish, but still very cute. Um, it looks like kind of uh, still a, it's a very pretty face. She can get away with uh, shaving her head. Uh, I think that Rose wins this fight based on experience, uh, based on jujitsu, and uh, based on sheer toughness. Um, Chandler, what do you think? Uh, you know, honestly, I haven't, I haven't watched him a ton. Um, I followed Rose a little bit on the show. Um, but the last fight that I saw Van Zandt and like, I was, I was extremely impressed with, you know, she, she acts, you know, very quiet and, and yeah. very, um, very pleasant. But then when she gets in the cage, I, I forget who her last fight was, but she was literally, I, I think it was against like Astro girl, the Astro I, chick. I think, yeah, just beat her up really bad on the ground. Yeah, but that girl wasn't was uh, the greatest fighter. Uh, so you like, lo- you like Paige? Yeah, so. I, I think I do, yeah. Bubba, I like Rose a little bit. Um, you know, the, the shaving of a head means you know she's coming out there not really worried about her looks and right, stuff like that. Right, she's right, right. She's taking she's on a looking to be vibe. A, yeah, she's looking to be gritty. It's like uh, us men trying to grow out our beard. We don't really care what we look like. Yeah. We're just coming to grind, kind of thing. And but that's kind of the mindset I think she's. Pubes. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. aren't guys doing that? <laughs> braid your pubes. <laughs> Is that how you prepare for fights? I never, he said, "Isn't that how we all prepare? We, but, up, we don't braid our pubes." But don't you think that the beard sometimes guys grow beards because it helps cushion the blow on the yeah. fight? Well, I don't think or the it punch. Does. You don't think it does? Uh, I don't yeah, think it does. I don't know about that. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> it looks like it. All right. So you like uh, you like I mean, Rose. if they grow a, like an uh, afro fro on their face, then maybe. But I don't, for the most part, I think you're still going night-night if you get hit right. 
Yeah. All right, uh, Greg. Uh, my boner's leaning towards Paige. <laughs> <laughs> on the boner spectrometer, on the <laughs> <laughs> on the boner fight reader, on the boner fight reader, uh, it's, it's it's just just edging towards Paige. Uh, Tyler, uh, I think I like Rose in this fight. Nice. Who would you rather sleep with, by the way? And, uh, Paige. Paige, really? Yeah. I think Rose. I think Rose is crazier in bed. Uh, that chick will do. Cr- See, that's what, that's what I don't like about her. She'll start, she'll, she'll start crying. She'll start throwing shit at you. Uh, she'll sit on your face. She'll call you a bitch. No, she looks like be- she would keep some part of you as a trophy. Really? Yeah. <laughs> some little chunk of skin. Something. I don't know. Chandler, who'd you, who'd you rather bang? Rose or uh, Paige? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not touching that one. <laughs> you're, you're not touching the question, or you're not let's touching the girl. Out, let's, let's, let's find out which uh, which way the guy's boner's leading uh, on Sage Northcutt and Cody Fisher. <laughs> oh, Sage all day. Sage versus Fister. Oh, Sage boner. The boner spectrometer's on Sage. <laughs> that's, that sweet little turd cutter's gonna take it. I, I think he should win this fight, but I'm. I'm I'm leading. I hope Fister wins this fight. I hope so too, actually. Just because this kid Sage, I watched the embedded. There's no way this kid's not an alien or like a lizard person or something. <laughs> this guy, first of all, he's he's eating hamburger meat for breakfast. All right, then he's he has Uncooked. like he has like uh, uh, cooked. Then he has like 19 protein shakes. This guy takes. There's a video, a photo of him at age seven. He's got a six pack at seven. Uh, like, th- there's no way this mm-hmm. guy is human. Uh. But he's probably going to win this fight. But I hope Fister pulls the upset. Uh, Chandler, mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think I think Sage Northcutt. Um, and really, you know, I I think it's kind of funny. Cody Fister is, is definitely talking a little trash, you know. But I mean, you have. I mean, I think you have to if you're if you're about to fight Sage Northcutt in his second UFC fight, and the dudes had this much hype behind him, you got to let that motivate you. You have to. Totally. You have to let you know the fact that you think he's a little rich boy and he's and he's a pretty boy and he had a six pack at seven years old and you know obviously the ufc's taking care of him so i think there's a lot of uh there's a lot of hype not just around him but uh, around everybody who wants to you know obviously fight him so it'll be interesting but i think i think sage northcott wins the fight baba uh, yeah i got sage on it i mean but as a wrestler he was 16 and 10 as a high school senior yeah like that's not very good yeah i mean he's he's he would make our middle school team but <laughs> This isn't this isn't wrestling, so you know. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. the whole the whole game is a part of it. That's why you know mixed martial arts is one of those crazy sports where yeah. everything you have so many weapons and so many places to get hit and so many things to be hit by that you know it, it's an open open nest. But I got I got Sage. You know they they like I said they match up well. You know, but. The, they the picked UFC, him for a reason. Yes, yes. But he's a twelve there's, to there's, one favorite. There's a lamb and there's a lion. No matter <laughs> no matter how loud the lamb roars, there's a lamb and there's a lion. Always. All right, uh, Tyler. I think Sage wins. I think he's got phenomenal striking, and I think phenomenal strike. How do you know this phenomenal? He said like, he had one. He didn't land a punch. The guy slipped on a banana peel his last fight. <laughs> <Look>. That's. Uh, <laughs> Phenomenal no. striking. Maybe he's uh, seen something you ain't seen, son. <laughs> no, for for a guy who came in that young and he looked incredibly calm. Uh, he looked he looked seasoned. He looked relaxed in there. His striking to me, I know he did, wasn't a huge fight, but it, it looked on point. I what I, I would like to see him get tested and see if he can handle getting beat up a little, getting yeah, hit getting a little. In the face. He does have phenomenal on, movement. How about the, that? Yeah, yeah. his yeah. movement is great. We'll see. That's one thing. That's one thing I will say. Uh, obviously, Cody Fisher. What I have seen of him is he isn't the most flashy guy. He's more of a, a grinder. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see 
you know, Sage Northcutt in the, in the second round, in the third round against the grinder. Yeah. Uh, Jim like- Miller versus Michael Chiesa. Uh, I, I think Chiesa wins this fight. Uh, I think Jim Miller in his prime, is he's still a beast. I just think he's maybe a little bit on the way down. Miller hits career. like a truck, man. He, Miller? He, he hits like a truck. He's a, he's a you know, like a, a gritty kind of guy. You're not, you're not going to expect him to, you know, do any roundhouse spin kicks to the head, but he is going to body shot you and, and hit you as, as many times as he can, as hard as he can. But, you know, I'm, I'm going with, with the boy, Mike. Uh, Chandler? Um, I haven't seen Kiesa fight a ton, so I'm going to have to go off of uh, Jim Miller's experience, even though I think he is, like you said, a little bit He's not necessarily in his prime anymore, and not 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 necessarily that. I don't I don't think he's that old, is he? How old is he? He's not that old, but he's just old as far as octagon goes. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he's old. He's old as far as fighting. I think I think you immediately become old um, whenever you lose that confidence a little bit. I think he's lost the confidence. A guy who almost fought for a title, you know, two years ago or so. So I'm still going to go with Jim Miller on this one. Though I think he might. This might be a little resurgence. Um, and he's going to beat Mike Chiesa. Uh, Greg. Uh, Kiesa's the only one that I've seen fight, and I liked him. So I would go with Kiesa. I got Jim Miller. <laughs> you got Jim Miller? Even yeah, though he's too he, tough, man. He's coming off a win over Danny Castillo, but he's lost to Benny Darius, lost to Donald Cerrone. He beat Danny? He beat, yeah, he, he beat Danny. Uh, man, he, uh, that's why I say he hits hard. But he was he close. Put, uh, yeah. And then he, 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 he did beat Yancey. He fucked up Yancey, who's a good fighter, Yancey Medeiros. Uh, all right, so now we got Tim Means versus John Howard. Dirty bird. Uh, I like Tim Means in this fight. Uh, just uh, give your answer and one a couple uh, words why uh, Chandler. Yeah, Tim Means. I think he just uh, he's gritty and he's long. Really, good, really good range. Bubba? I'm going with a draw because I haven't seen any of them. Fight. <laughs> I'm hoping for a draw. Uh, I got a root for Dirty Bird, man. That guy's he's a killer, and we we Which had a one great is the Dirty Bird. Uh, Tim, Tim Means. means. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, uh, going uh, with the Dirty Bird, Atlanta guy. Got it. What? <laughs> Next. <laughs> well, I, again, I've only seen Tim Means fight, so I'll go with Tim Means. Oh, that, this, these are great predictions. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so terrible. I only, I always only know one guy. <laughs> uh, Elias Theodero is fighting Santos. Uh, I like, I like Elias. Elias looking ripped. I like Elias. Came on our show. Uh, I'm, I'm Elias undefeated. I think a lot of people uh, don't. They look past him. He won the Ultimate Fighter for uh, in uh, Canada. I think Elias wins this fight. Uh, you? I'm going with Elias, man. I like Elias a lot. He was a good guy, handsome man. He, you know, he's coming in, ready to go, trying to put on that show. He wants to be in the movies. He wants to, yeah. you know, live in that spotlight. So he, I'm pretty sure he's working to get there. I don't know how, you know, how hard he trains. I know he was looking to wrestle um, at our gym, and you know, he's he's putting in the work, the the homework to to be the best. So I'm, I can only think that you know, when fight camp comes around, he's serious, and fight night comes around, he's better than that. He's fighting Tiago Santos, who's coming off a win over Steve Boss who was a hockey player, was a good fighter, though, and it went over Andy Enns, both by knockout. He lost to Uriah Hall uh, in, a, in a pretty close fight, and he also beat Ronnie Marks. This he lost to good. Uriah in a good fight? Yeah. Mm. By, I'm uh, still going with Elias. Okay. <laughs> uh, and because uh, Michael, I butchered his name. Michael Chandler? Uh, Elias. I don't, have, uh, I don't have much to say about it, but I, I think he's, uh, I think, like you said, he's got a lot of momentum, and uh, I, like, I think he, he grinds really hard, so it's, uh, it'll be fun. Uh, Aljamain Sterling's on this card, fighting Johnny Eduardo. I like the Funk Master Aljamain because he's he's, uh, he's uh, black. 
Um, <laughs> Damn, you stole my reason to like him. Damn it. Can't, go, can't pull the black card on this one. Gonna go with him because he's a past wrestler. How about that? That too. But I think, I think he's a better fighter. And, you know, he's, he's hungry, man. He's been wanting to fight for a long time. He, he's been off so long that he almost thought about retiring. So, you know, for them to give him a fight on such a big card, I think, you know, he's going to try to put on the show. Uh, Chandler? Yeah, I'm going with uh, Algermaine Sterling on this one. Um, I've actually rolled with him a little bit up in uh, in New York. He's freakishly strong for his size, and he's extremely fast. So, and yeah, I don't understand why the UFC hasn't given him a fight every two or three months and let him build his name because he's he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. It's ridiculous. Wow. It's ridiculous. That's quite an endorsement. These guys are begging to fight, and yeah. they can't fight. All right, the next day, uh, Chad Mendez versus Frankie Edgar. This is a fight. Uh, I, I keep going fight. back and forth on this fight. Yeah. Um, I like, in this fight, Frankie Edgar. I just think that he's too fast. You, you saw what he did to Chad's teammate, Uriah Faber. Beat him to the punch. Footwork is too good. Too slick. Uh, wrestling, I think they're about even. Even though Edgar had the better college career. MMA wrestling, I think they're about even. Who, you said who had the better college uh, career? Uh, I mean, uh, uh, Mendes. yeah, Mendez, better college say, career. Yeah, I yeah. was in the yeah. finals with Mendez. Yeah, yeah. I know that ain't true about it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right, I meant, I meant Mendez. Uh, and I think jiu-jitsu, they're probably about even there. But I think they're, they're both black belts. So uh, what would you say, Chandler? Honestly, this is, this is one of the most... Uh, I think toughest fights to call yeah. in recent years. Um, and I, and I think I also am friends with both of them. I actually trained with Frankie for a whole week for this fight. And I've, I've trained with Chad in the past, um, both friends of mine. So, I mean, honestly, I, exactly like you said, both great wrestlers. Um, Chad had a better college career, but I think Frankie's MMA wrestling is actually probably better. Um, they're striking. Chad has the power, but Frankie has the power, the, the, uh, volume punches and the angles and the footwork. And, uh, I know they're extremely uh, they're extremely confident there in, in uh, New Jersey camp right now, um, as is Chad Mendez. Um, honestly, I, I can't I can't give a prediction. You know, like like uh, Bubba said earlier, I, I would I would hope for a draw because honestly, I don't want to see either of them lose. I'm hoping for the first overtime. I'm hoping for the first overtime. I want to see. I want to see them both fight McGregor, is, uh, or obviously Frankie first because he hasn't fought him yet. But um, also Chad on a full training camp, so we'll see. So who 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 you picking? I I said I can't I can't <laughs> <laughs> for a draw. Call the draw. <laughs> uh, you know what? Okay, here's the thing. I I've learned to not pick against Frankie Edgar. Every time I think this yeah. guy's gonna lose, he comes out and wins. The guy's really amazing. At the same time, Mendez I think has more of the emotional charge right now because of the loss that he just suffered, and he wasn't well prepared for that fight. And you know he wants to come out and make a statement that that wasn't him. This is who he is, and the best way to do it would be by beating Frankie Edgar. So I have to say, emotionally, I'm gonna give the edge to Mendez. Yo, that was the best analysis that he's ever given on any fight. <laughs> He's ever had. He's not like a, a true MMA My man's watched film. He's been in the war. <laughs> that was the best analysis he's ever given. And anything he's ever done. Just hang him up. It's Tyler? That's it. Uh, yeah, we, we talked about this last week. I, I got to go with Edgar basically for the same stuff you said. I think he's got the speed, volume punching, um, and. Uh, I just think he gets the edge, uh, but it's it's a great fight either way. I think. Okay, all right. Uh, Edson Barboza versus Tony Ferguson. 
Another great fight here. Uh, I'm going to go with Tony Ferguson. I think he's on a – even though Barboza's ranked higher and Barboza's a fucking beast. I mean, look at that guy. I think Tony Ferguson's on a different level. You saw what he did to Josh Thompson. I was there. He's just – he's on a different level right now. Um, although Barboza's coming off a win over Paul Felder, who was looking great, he also lost to Michael Johnson. He beat Bobby Green. I haven't done him before that. I still think Tony Ferguson right now, El Kukui, yeah. is going to win this fight. Uh, Michael Chandler. Uh, yeah, I think Barbosa is uh, a little up and down. Um, recent, you know, obviously recently with the, the up, the win, the beat over the win over Paul Felder was actually um, a surprise to me, honestly. But uh, you know, he won, and um, I, I think uh, Tony Ferguson's a little more uh, steadfast. He's he's more of a uh, more of a sure pick than Edson Barbosa. You don't know which Edson Barbosa is going to um, show up. Is he going to be literally the most devastating striker? in the lightweight division, or is it going to be kind of a dud? So I'd go with Tony Ferguson. Bubba. I'm in the air about it because of the reasons that Chandler just pointed out, but me, the athlete in me, the, you know, the wannabe great striker in me is going leaning towards Barbosa. Really? Yeah. Only because if he does show up like he's supposed to show up, he's going to win. Um, I think with his striking, his motion, his movement, the way, I mean, the way he uses his athleticism. I mean, you look at the guys. I hear you. I mean, he just beat Josh Thompson before that. He beat Tebow. He beat Abel Trujillo. Mm-hmm. He beat Danny Castillo. Mm-hmm. I mean, his last loss was to Michael Johnson in 2012. Who was also another athlete-colored man. That was 2000. <laughs> hey, I'm just, hey, I'm just pointing out the facts, okay? <laughs> Barbosa is, is closer to being a colored man and an athlete. So, Come on. So, That's why? No, I'm going with him because he, he's a really good athlete. And if he shows up in the right mind, I think he beats him. D. Greg Wilson. I like Ferguson. Yes. Why? Because yeah. last fight I saw him in, he was fucking dominant. Awesome. All right, back, back, to his, back to his great analysis. All right, so... Uh, <laughs> That's all I got. Uh, I like Ferguson, too. I think he's got uh, I think he's got the good boxing. I think he's gritty. I think uh, he's just... Uh, and I, and I want to see him get the win. I like him as a fighter. I've seen you know, some of the interviews and stuff. I like him as a person. I want to yeah, see like him win. I like Ferguson a lot, man. He's a good guy. But I think if, if uh, Barbosa shows up in the right frame of mind, I think he can squeeze it off with the win. But I am, I am in, I'm, on, I'm the only one in this boat, so... I'm a paddle this bitch. Joe Lozon, Evan Dunham. <laughs> Lozon versus Dunham. Lozon. I, I like Lozon. You again, Lozon, because you know him. Uh, uh, exactly, because it's the only one that I know. Uh, Chandler. Fight. Yeah, Lozon. I think I think this is a gritty fight, man. I think I, I like Evan Dunham. I kind of root for him too because he's an Oregon guy. Uh, and uh, what? Uh, go on. What? He's home, hometown <laughs> boy, man. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm okay, from Oregon. You. He's from Eugene. Uh, anyway. Uh, I like him. I think it could be uh, a three-round scrap. And, uh, I mean, they're both super tough dudes, but I bet Lozon probably gets it. Uh... All right, so now Saturday night. Now the main card. There's a lot of fights to pick for this week, but Saturday night, Jose Aldo, Conor McGregor. I am picking Jose Aldo. Uh, <laughs> I think his experience, Smart I think pick. that he's – I think he – he wants this more than anything. I think yes. McGregor got under his skin. Absolutely. And I just think that McGregor, I think he bit off a little more than he – I don't think he's ready for Jose Aldo just yet. Uh, I could be wrong, but that's just how I feel. Uh, Michael Chandler. Um, it's, a, it's tough because I think the most, um, the most telling aspect of the 
mixed martial arts game is the mental aspect and mental aspect of it. And I think Aldo is the better fighter. Um, but I also think Aldo is the more shaken fighter. Um, I think the best thing that happened to Aldo was him getting hurt in the last fight. Cause he was I, that world tour and all that kind of stuff. I think that really would have played into that fight. He has had however many months to kind of decompress from that. Not as much pressure, not as much hype, not as much world tour and media and all that kind of stuff. Um, I think the better fighter is Jose Aldo. I think Conor McGregor is actually better, way better in the mental department, but I'm still going to go with uh, Jose Aldo. Bubba. Barely. Man, it's, I, I, this is another fight that I want to see in overtime too. I want to see a draw overtime, but um, man, uh, Conor McGregor's motion and his movement and the way he uses his range, um, I think can neutralize the athleticism and the power and the speed that bring that uh, Aldo brings. Um, I think he has the edge in the mental capacity. I mean, he's mentally as strong as they come. Um, and I have seen Aldo be a little bit shaken mentally, you know, and, and get a little bit down on himself or not have as much confidence. In the Chad Mendes fight, um, I could see a little bit of his confidence start to waver. Um, and, and that's going to play a big part into who all, Jose Aldo is. Um, but I do think Jose Aldo is the better fighter. If we can go top to bottom, you know, wrestling defense, kicks, punches. I think Jose Aldo is the better fighter, but the motion that Connor brings is going to be um, too much. But with that being said, I'm going with Jose, Jose Aldo because, one, he's the only champion at 145 that the UFC has ever known, and the fact that he's an underdog will play heavy into the fact that he he's going to come into it mentally strong and a little bit pissed off. Yeah, it got under his skin, but I don't think he's going to be crazy pissed off to where it blows his gas tank. I think that he's going to come in with the right frame of mind and be ready to be the champion that everyone knows him of. There ain't no interim. Take the interim off of that. There's no, so you're picking Aldo. It, I'm picking Aldo. Conor McGregor. Let me tell you how this fight is going to go. There's going to be 30 seconds of ballroom dancing, followed by me turning them into Brazilian barbecue. Oh, wow. So uh, it's going to be one round, this fight? One round, 90 seconds is what I'm telling you. And you're just going to destroy him? Destroy him. Again, chop him up into tiny little beef cubes, grill him till he's a nice medium rare, and then enjoy him with some A1 steak sauce. <laughs> I know, Greg Wilson, what do you think? I'll tell you what I think. <laughs> now, and I'm going to make a really bold prediction. A lot of people are going to think I'm fucking crazy, but this is what I really think is going to happen. I don't think it's going to be a very long fight. I think Jose Aldo is going to come out there and dominate Conor McGregor from the beginning and end it very quickly. I don't think McGregor has a prayer against Aldo. Wow. He's going to kick Whoa. him. Greg Wilson, people, you yeah. heard it. You heard it first. What does Conor think about what Greg said? First of all, Greg Wilson's a fat little fucker. Okay? The only way I would have it in the room is if I was serving marshmallows to children who couldn't afford a real meal. That's the only way Greg Wilson approaches my camp. Wow. Tyler. Uh, dude, I don't, yeah, I, Aldo is, uh, I think he gets it, man. He's just so tough. I think we're going to see the, uh, the leg kicks play a huge factor. Oh, yeah. uh, Inside, outside. Dude, I mean, Connor's got that, that kind of Long, lower stance yeah, with the, you mean. the karate stance, but he's got such good movement. I mean, but I also think Aldo gets the best of him on the ground. Um, I don't, I mean, I don't think Connor's going to take All right, so if you sum it up. Oh, Okay. Aldo. Aldo. Aldo wins. I got you. No, because we, we have like four more fights right. that we have, we have a press conference to get to. Right. I don't know what I'm you right. want from me. If I say Aldo, then you're like, that's it? Nothing? <laughs> no, no, no. Like, like, no, I, I don't mean to be. All right. Sorry. All right. All right. Chris Wyman versus Luke Rockhold. 
I think uh, the champ's going to go down in this fight. I think Luke's got this. Yep. Uh, I, th- I like Chris Wyman. I just think that Luke's hungrier. and uh, Not that Chris isn't hungrier, but I think that Luke is going to out-slick him, out-strike him. I think he, he wins this fight. Uh, Michael Chandler. This is a really tough one, too. Um, one of the most evenly matched fights in a long time, too. Uh, and I, I think I think... When it comes to confidence, they're both extremely confident. Um, obviously, what Weidman um, is the champion, beating Anderson Silva and all that kind of stuff, uh, and demolishing his last however many opponents. But Luke is the better fighter, I think, the better, the more slick fighter. He's a southpaw, even though if there's anybody who can who has shown that he can beat southpaws, it's Weidman because I think he's faced like five in his last five fights. Um, so I think, I think Rockhold actually might be able to squeak out the decision. I don't think it's, and when I say squeak, it's, it's, it'll, it'll still be a very close fight, um, very technical. And it will, I think we'll, we will be waiting after 25 minutes, wondering who's going to get their hand raised, but I think it might be Rockhold. Bubba. I got Rockhold, man. I, I just think he's tough. Um, you know, I like Weidman. He's a wrestler. I know him from Hofstra, but um, I just got Rockhold in, in the whole matchup. I like, I like both the guys, but. For some know. reason, right, right? I just got that feeling, you know. Rockhold, you know, is carrying himself like he's he wants to be the champion. He's, you know, th- there's something about it. I can't, I can't really can't put my hand on it. My analysis isn't the greatest at this moment, but I just got that feeling that Rockhold, like I said, it's going to be come down to the fifth round and who the judges saw what seats better. But I got Rockhold. Greg, I, I got Weidman, and it's amazing to me that people love to look past this guy. <laughs> yeah. You know, everybody acts like him being a champion is a fucking. I'm just upset he didn't come on the podcast. I'm upset he hasn't come on the podcast okay, in a couple yeah, months. No, no, no. Why men be treating people like fans, though? That's why, you honestly. Why men will treat you like a fan in a heartbeat, you know? And I've known him in college when yeah. Phil Davis was tapping that ass and, you know, just talking to him and seeing to him, you know, he, he treats you like a fan, like he never met you before. Yeah, exactly. That's why, that's why I'm picking Rockhold. <laughs> I, I, listen, no way. I'm picking Weidman. People always look past him and he always shows up and gets the win. I'm going with Weidman. Tyler. This is a super tough call, too. I I mean, if I got to pick, I, I guess I'm going to Sum go it up. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Sum that shit up. <laughs> I'm going to go with the champ. The champ. That's right. Okay. Well, listen, Michael Chandler, man, it was an honor to have you on the show. You're, you're going to get that belt back. I know you will. You're a champ. Uh, what do you think about uh, Will Brooks, by the way? What's your thoughts on him? <laughs> do I even need to say anything? Do you, um, do you hate that guy? I mean, there's there's been a yeah. I mean, you don't even think about him, do you? I don't know. He has yeah. to. Will, Will's that? a champion, of course he is. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I don't know, man. There's been a there's been a ton out in the media of what I think about him and that kind of stuff. So I'm gonna leave that one alone. No, give us but, a quote yeah, so we can fucking uh, advertise our our <laughs> podcast. Exactly. Give us some juice. <laughs> just give you a crazy one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Give us a, give us a crazy one. No, I got I got nothing, man. So I'm, you're gonna if, to if, if you fought Will again, you would finish him in one round. Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that. But <laughs> I, mean, I definitely I definitely win. I, definitely, I definitely, win. definitely win. I definitely. Uh, I mean, I've, I've visualized it. I've seen it. Um, I'm a different, way different fighter than I was um, when I fought him last. So it'll be. Uh, It'll be interesting, man. I'm I'm excited to do it, and I'm in no hurry. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the champ eventually, so there's no need, you know. If, if Bellator tells me they want me to fight him tomorrow, I will. Um, but if I gotta wait a whole year and knock down five different other lightweights to do it before, um, I'll do that too. All right. Now, are you a tip of fighter, by the way? 
I'm not. You should be with Tip a Fighter. It's where the fans can tip you That's for your performances. They can throw you money. You're, you're a guy that a lot of people <laughs> like you. You're a hard-nosed, blue-collar uh, guy. You were the champion. Missouri in itself will tip you a million bucks. Why are you not with Tip a Fighter? Because uh, my fights aren't exciting enough, so I figured nobody would. Uh, well, that's not true. Would that's not true at all. That is some bullshit. You know how much? You know how much extra money? Look, I met your girlfriend, your wife. She's high maintenance, dude. You have a high. <laughs> you have a high yeah, right. high maintenance chick, dude. I'm telling you, she's she's I'm the sm- high maintenance one. No, she's smoking hot, but I'm telling you, she goes to the gym a lot, the spa. You can see her butt. It's very, very well shaped. You have to honestly, you could use some extra money to pay for some of that stuff, right? No, no, right. man. Well, yeah, I mean, you could always use some extra money, but well, if you could always use extra money, and, and the fighters want to get behind so cool. you, join Tip a Fighter. Even you know what? You, do you, like is, there, is there is there a, a charity you like? Uh, yeah, Friends of Kids with Cancer in St. Louis. Well, you know what? You could set it up so that the the tips that you would have got would have went to that charity, so people can tip you and that's have cool. the money go to that charity. See, that's cool. Now we're talking. All right. So why? That's uh, definitely something. That's definitely something I should do. All right, so we're going to have Bubba contact you. We're going to get that money to the charity, uh, and uh, everyone loves you. It's fighting, tip a fighter, fighting for a charity. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes, exactly. You're a good guy, good Chandler. Yeah, well, well, that, that last fight was phenomenal, man. You well, were amazing. Well, thanks for coming on the show, brother. Thank you. Thank you guys very much. I appreciate it, and I'll uh, talk to you on the next one. Be Take safe, care. my man. Be safe. All right, that was Michael Chandler. The interview was brought to you by American Icon Autographs, A-I-A-S-E, the best signed collectibles from the UFC. What are you laughing? Sum it up! <laughs> Wrap that shit up. Poor guy tries to get a little... Well, you know, I mean, I feel like... Um, Wrap it up, though. <laughs> I'm fucking sick, man. The WWE, <laughs> baseball, movies, everything else in between. American Icon Autographs, A-I-A-S-E dot the guy Sean is in charge is a great guy Sean also tip a fighter like we talked about fighters okay if you're into charity you want fans tipping you how the money go to charity do that there were like five fighters this weekend from tip a fighter Andrea Lee fought uh, e, uh, Pitbull fought for tip a fighter uh, what's the name fought for tip a fighter too uh, uh, Anthony McGee Jr Bunch of guys, a bunch of RFA Can guys. Fight commentators get on Tip a Fighter because I would like all my donations to go to the Sweet Strew Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> Which also D Cipher, D I hyphen Cipher. It's a lifestyle firm designed to help you reach your full potential through personal coaching. Look, people. Everyone needs a personal coach. That's a quote from Bill Gates. Yep. I would listen to Bill Gates, okay? Decipher.com, DI-Cipher. Call them 1-888-731-COACH. 1-888-731-2622. If you need help negotiating, need life coaching, or making decisions. Now we have a... Uh, press conference right now. Yeah. Two guys fighting. For ex- I love our press conferences. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get as good as the Jordan Parsons, Bubba Jenkins one, but I, I that was a good one. There, that was good. There are some good ones. So we have, we have two guys fighting. Uh, let's try to heat this one up. Let's, let's, let's yeah, instigate right? some shit. <laughs> All right. So first we are going to call, uh, the first guy we're going to call is uh, my dick. No, uh, the first, uh, first person uh, we are going to call is... Uh, uh, Jason Novelli. Let's call him right now. Nice. So, Jason, I heard this guy was talking mad trash. Hello? Hey, is this Jason Novelli? This is he. You're on the M.A. Roasted Podcast. It's me, 
Bubba Jenkins, the Greg Wilson, and Tyler Wrap It Up Bo. How are you, man? I'm great. How you doing, fellas? Good. Congrats on your recent win. You uh you beat EJ Brooks. Uh we 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 did the press conference last time with you and him, right? Uh yeah. yeah. We had a little fun with that one. He was talking a lot of smack, but you you came out and you won. <laughs> and then since then you beat Cody Rice uh as well. Uh, by a submission, yes, so now uh, you're ten and one. Uh, how you feeling, mm-hmm. man? I'm feeling great. Uh, Cody Rice fight was only two weeks ago, but right afterwards, I was already looking for another fight, and Titan FC gave me the call and took it within the hour. So are I'm you, ready to are go. You, are you are you broke? I mean, why are you looking for fights so soon? Uh, I'm just looking to move up as fast as I can. Uh, I went to Alaska to fight. Strictly because Dana White was there for his uh, his new show, and had a good talk with him. But until I get a contract in front of me, I'm still looking to move up as fast as I can. So, no, people don't know Dana has uh, a new show where he's looking to for, for someone to fight CM Punk. So he's going around the country to these smaller shows looking for a guy to fight CM Punk. You might have been too good, honestly. Uh, that's probably what happened. I mean, you're 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 ten and one. You've beaten some vets. You have one loss, which was by knockout. Oh, which was to Ben Fodor, who's a good fighter. Uh, but everyone else, you've you just went, you just walked through. So that's probably what happened, right? Uh, actually, I didn't even see the CM Punk thing until after he was already gone. So I don't think CM Punk has any fights. No, but no, but they're looking for someone. They're looking for someone out of that show. They're like, you're going to be CM Punk's opponent. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, I would. I would love that, but I don't see that happening. That's probably That'd what happened. Great. He probably saw you win that fight, and he's like, "Fuck that! Uh, <laughs> this guy's gonna fucking kill CM Punk." Yeah. CM Punk is a cash cow. <laughs> they gotta find somebody with very limited striking, limited jujitsu, limited wrestling, who's good enough. Limited health. To, <laughs> limited what? Limited health. Limited health. Yeah, and they gotta find someone just. That's a that's a tough guy to find. You know. Okay, I'll find him. I'll find him. <laughs> I'll find him. Would you fight CM Punk? Sure. Really? Yeah. You wouldn't care about getting beat up? No, I'll take the check. Well, what, how much there's a lot of people in the fight game like him. Yeah. Listen, first thing, here's what I do. I just run uh, around yeah. the ring. Yeah. <laughs> I just, then until, until he started getting to me, and then I'd climb out and I'd run out of the ring. <laughs> At least you got your way in check. You got your way. You got your show up check. Show money. Yeah, That's right. It. All right. So now you're fighting this guy, Zach Crash Busia. Uh, this guy is 15 and six. He's won one. He's won four fights in a row. Uh, he, he beat, hey, yeah. he beat Rasul Shabalov his last fight. Uh, he knocked out mm-hmm. Jose Landis Johns, who I know is a good fighter. Uh, he beat Robert Washington, a lot, a lot of, a lot of Shamrock fight, a lot of King of the Cage fights. Although it seems like every time mm-hmm. he stepped up to fight, he's lost. He lost to James Terry, you know, James Terry, he lost to James twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he, he's, he seems to, every time he gets to that next level, Billy Evangelista, who I know he lost to him. Uh, what are you going to do to this guy? He lost to Rudy Bears, who, uh, Rudy Barris fought um, that one guy, the guy in Bellator, the big kickboxing guy that nobody wants to fight. What's that guy's name? You know what I'm talking about. Uh, MVP. MVP. Oh, Michael Van Pace. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Rudy Barris lost to Michael Page's last fight by 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 a punch. So, oh, yeah. Uh, so what are you going to do to Zach Crash Busia? Man, I'm just going to put him on him, and we're just going to – our styles mesh well together. We're just going to have a nice, good stand-up affair. And 
I see us both well-rounded, so I'm not saying it's going to stay up, but it's not going to a decision. We're just going to go out there and put it on the line. He's at all finishes, and I just have my one from E.J. Brooks, the survivor, and I don't think we're going to a decision. Well, let's call him right now, and let's see what Zach Lucia has to say about this, because he was talking a lot of shit about you. Let's turn this conference up. Yes, let's turn it up, right? Two more notches right now. I'm about to start something. <laughs> Hello? Hello, is this Zach Pusia? Hey, what's up? You're on the hey, MMA Roasting Podcast. Uh, it's me, Adam it's Hunter. Me, Adam. Uh, you are on the phone uh, with Jason Navelli, your super uh, future opponent, as well as Bubba Jenkins, uh, Greg Wilson, Tyler Bowe. Getting a lot of feedback here. But uh, how are you, Zach? I'm doing good. Uh, you're breaking up a little bit, though. Uh, awesome. Hold on one second. It's probably uh, are, you, are, are we on speaker right now? Uh, yeah. Can you take us off or speaker? No, Actually, no. Hold on. Yeah, okay. Hello, Zach. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so uh, this is much better. You know, you, uh, you're, from, uh, you're from Kansas? Yep, from Kansas. Nice. Now, what's your background in, uh, in uh, fighting as far as, like, were you, were you a wrestler growing up, boxer, Muay Thai? I did I did traditional martial arts um, from a really young age, like like when I was like two. I lived with my instructor. Uh, my mom was dating him, and I just got into uh, a lot of martial arts after that. That's um, one way to get traditional stuff. <laughs> so, so your so your mom was was banging the instructor, and, and then you were two years old, and he just fucking put you in class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> nice. All right. Cool. And uh, and how's your career going so far? Uh, it's going great, especially recently. I'm coming off four real big wins, so uh, it's going really well. Nice, nice. Now, do you have to have another job to support yourself? Are you able to support yourself just through fighting? I teach and do a little bit of personal training. Nice. What do you teach? Uh, martial arts. Oh, there you go. Perfect. Now, you're fighting Jason Flipside Novelli. He, uh, before you got the phone, was talking all kinds of shit about you. All kinds. He was saying that you're the biggest <laughs> pussy he's ever seen. Uh, trash is exactly what he's going to do. Just talking all kinds of smack. I mean, it was uh, heavy trash. He talk. really wasn't doing any of that. But, but, uh, but he says that you, he he's going to move in with your mom. He's going to move Yes. <laughs> he's going to teach you martial arts the right way. Uh, <laughs> now, how do you see this fight going, Zach? Uh, I, I just, I'm just really excited about it. Um, I was, um, excited to fight Machad too but um but I know at Novelli's like me he's always looking for a finish so I think it's gonna um either end quickly or it's just gonna be a frantic pace and then uh, somebody's going down uh now where are you better than Jason Novelli everywhere whoa whoa Whoa, Whoa, flip side. What's up, flip side? He's better than you everywhere, son. Even in the bedroom, bro. What? What? The walkout is more flex on his side. Oh, shit. Jason, how would you respond to that? (laughs) I don't know which part to respond to. Uh, Or he's better than you everywhere? Yeah, I don't really see that. He's pretty simple on the stand-up department. He's a little sneaky with his jiu-jitsu, but overall, I think I'm a better grappler there as well, so hmm. he's going to have to prove a lot of that in the ring. What so, uh, belt are you, yeah, Jason? I don't see it too much. Jason, what belt are you? Uh, I don't really work too much with the gi, so I haven't moved up. I just started uh, getting heavy into Tenth Planet, so I got a blue belt there right now. You so, hear that? He's a blue overall, belt, and he's better than MMA you. grappling. 
Now, is that, is Zach, what, what, what belt are you? Uh, purple. Oh, that's higher than blue. Mm. That's high, that is yes. higher than blue. And that's a category he's better than you at. Yeah, so he says, all right. So <laughs> tisk, tisk. Now, what about, uh, <laughs> what about boxing? Who's the better boxer? Jason? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Jason? Uh, but I got to say me. Uh, I'm why? going in there with the boxing. I like his nice straight left hand, but. I got a lot more weapons. Man, more weapons. He's Fuck. eyed you up. He's eyed you up. All you got is a straight hand, son. He's eyed you up. He already know what you bring into the table. <laughs> this is a really heated press conference. Uh, Brian Levick, thank you once again for supplying us with two guys that really want to hate each other. Uh, now, <laughs> now, uh, now, who got hotter chicks in high school? Nah, fuck that. Middle school. Middle school. Oh, that's a little weird. A little creepy. Now, who got hotter chicks in high school? Who got hotter Jason. chicks? Jason. Y'all didn't get hot chicks. Yeah, I was a little church boy, so I think everyone got me there. Ah, fuck! You were nothing in high school, bro. Sorry to disappoint. Uh, So neither of you guys got laid in high school, Zach. Yeah, I was. I wasn't much of a ladies' man in high school. (laughs) What? What? All right. Uh, I kept to myself a lot. Now, Zach, what are your? Now you have, now so, you have a, who could beat off faster? Who could, yeah, who, <laughs> who could beat off faster in high school? Now, now, Zach, what are your? Now you have tattoos on your chest. You have four Japanese symbols on your chest. What do those mean? Uh, me? Yeah, Zach. On my stomach? Yeah, on your stomach. Uh, it's uh, it's part of my um. My uh, lineage for my uh, kung fu that I learned a long time ago in San Francisco. Mm. And what does it say? So, uh, it says uh, "Batwong Kunti" means like uh, it doesn't really translate into English very well, but it's basically representative of uh, uh, white eyebrow and dragon styles of uh, kung fu. Hmm. Oh boy, he's oh about boy. to hit you with that hidden dragon punch shit. Oh, yeah! He ain't ready for that Jet Li shit. He about to bring son. All right, listen, this press conference sucks. These guys are good guys. These guys are both nice guys. Once again, we have, What's wrong we, have with that? we have two guys that like that respect martial arts, that are humble towards each other. But this is not how you sell a fight, guys. Listen, you have to sell this fight. The, the fans want to tune in to see two guys that really want to fight each other. Uh, so how sell the fight right now. I, I'm, I'm a fan of... It's it's Saturday night. I'm on it's, the fence. It's December 18th. I got shit to do. Should I tune in to Titan FC on Fight Pass or should I do something else? Why should I tune in to watch Zach fight Jason? Zach, tell me. Uh, well, there's no bad blood between the two of us, but like I said, we're both we're both uh, frantic finishers. We're looking for the finish um, there you go. from the very beginning, and none of us none of us like decisions. I know he doesn't because I've seen him fight too, and uh, it's just gonna be we're just gonna go at it. Jason, that wasn't bad. Jason? Yeah, exactly the same thing. I don't need to say anything bad about the guy. I respect him, but that doesn't mean I'm not going in there to win. He's on a good fight winning streak, finishing everybody, and I'm looking to do the same thing. So if you want to see some fireworks and great martial arts, you need to come by.
There you Check go. it out. Bubba, any, any advice on these guys? I would knock that guy out is what he should have said. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, but, you know, not everybody, like he said, it's hard to want to get in the guy's, you know, psyche when you, know, you don't got no beef with the guy. You just want to get that check and, and finish his ass. So what, what advice would you be for, to, for you for, to these two guys? About the fight or about, about selling about anything, the fight? About anything, life. Uh, I would say try to get some more girls in your life. Um, you know, <laughs> being that you guys took four years of high school off, uh, you probably have some catching up to do. So, you know, if you have more chicks in your life, then you'd probably be a little bit more aggressive about knocking somebody's ass yeah. out. And, and Zach, are you, are you uh, married? I'm engaged. You're engaged. Now, do you still live in Kansas? Is there a lot of can? So come on, there's hot Kansas pussy everywhere. Am I right? Those those farm chicks are no joke. Oh yeah, they're beautiful out here, and I'm from a college town too. So oh well, where at? What college? Uh, Lawrence, uh, Kansas University. Oh wow, great school. Big oh school. yeah. Did you meet your girl on Farmers Only? <laughs> you don't want to be no. lonely. Farmers <laughs> Only. I don't even, know that. Fred, you even know that commercial. <laughs> oh yeah. It's on every thirty seconds. Uh, <laughs> now, now, Greg, you have any advice for these two guys? Uh, listen, don't worry about missing out on all that pussy because Bubba J went ahead and took care of it for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, you guys are very lucky because Connor McGregor just shut up to talk shit to you guys. Connor? First of all, I'm very disappointed in both of you. <laughs> Why? If you're going to come from farm country, I want you to at least moo like a cow. <laughs> really? That's right. Show me something good. Now, who do you think's going to win this fight, Connor? I don't care. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Neither one of them has shown any kind of backbone. Really? That's right. I don't believe either one. There's not one penis between the two of them. Wow. Did you hear that? Jason, you going to take that shit from him? Fuck Conor McGregor. <laughs> they got four balls and not one sausage. Wait, wait, Jason, why fuck Conor McGregor? <laughs> oh, just a shit talking right there. Come on now. Fuck Conor right now. Nice. Now, Jason, do you have a girlfriend or a wife? Uh, Yeah. As of this morning, we were she was still there. Wait, uh, wait, wait, you have yeah. a long term girlfriend? How long have you been with this girl for? It means she hasn't escaped his basement. Uh, been nine years, so. Nine years and no ring? Yeah. Nah. Why? Right. What are you waiting nah, for? Got that ruined. Gotta get got that. that ruined before. I ain't doing that again. Oh, you've already been married? Yes, sir. Wow. Is it to a girl from yeah. Alaska? Are, are, you're, you're from Alaska, right? Now, did you marry a chick from Alaska? Yeah. You know, you, you know, <laughs> your game got to be tight if you if you have chicks in Alaska because, like, you only see like every so often a chicken every yeah, now and then. Yeah, you see more. Pussy. Yeah, you see more uh, moose than you see. Wait your turn. That's all. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you gotta wait your turn. <laughs> you don't lose your girl. You they only lose around. your turn. Okay. <laughs> well, listen, guys, this is a very heated press conference. Uh, Thank, thank you. Thanks both of you guys for coming on the show. You guys, I, I can't wait for this fight. You guys both seem like nice guys. May the best fighter win. Sounds good. All Thanks. right. You guys have a good one. Take care. <laughs> we turn that one up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for lack of trying, huh? Oh, man. Uh, man. What, but, what do you think about those two guys? There's always a lamb and there's always a lion. Which one's the two lambs? That one. Yeah. Well, there's. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, there's a rack of lambs. <laughs> 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 but 
But if you had to say that one guy was more respectful than the other guy, or just <laughs> if not, someone won the respect a, res- a respect off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so popular. There used to be roast battles. Now there's respect battles. Yeah, yeah. That's how the, PC this country's got. Yeah, we just get together and compliment yeah. each other. The P, the PC police are out there, <laughs> yeah. and they will they will arrest your ass. I think um, the dude Zach seemed to be more in awe of Jason. You know, he, first when we got on the phone, um, he was like, yeah, I've seen his fights and he likes to finish and we're either going to have a finish or a frantic pace with someone finishing at the end. Well, you just gave me every reason that Jason was going to win and you're, you know, I'm just so excited when yeah. he came on. He's like, I'm just so excited. I said, lamb, lion lamb. and a lamb. And he was a lamb just from the first 20 seconds of him talking. That's why I went like that. Just, by the way, did you see the uh, the uh, the game versus Stitches? The rapper? No, I didn't. Uh, the, the whole thing, we went over for like 10 minutes. But like the, this guy, Stitches, this white rapper, mm-hmm. who's like a clown rapper, basically. He was mm-hmm. big on the internet. He was talking all this shit about the game. The game was in Miami at a club. So just walked up to him after saying the N-word 500 times, circled the block, talking all the smack, and Stitch's manager knocked him out. Uh, a five-foot-five guy. Just Stitch's a, manager knocked out game? No, knocked out... Uh, knocked out... Uh, uh, the stitches. No, 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 no. The, the game's, game's manager, manager knocked out Stitches. Knocked oh. out Stitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The game is... Uh, a real life gangster. Yeah, yeah. Not, not like oh, not like gangster rapster star yeah, who like, wants to be the. No, the game has shot some people in his life. No, exactly. <laughs> and he's a big dude, big yeah. strong athletic dude. This guy yeah. stitches. He's like a twenty is, year old. Punk. The game is no joke. He's from Compton. Like, yeah. <laughs> like he's for real. He does this. So now they're going back and forth on Twitter. It was it, was it was on TMZ. Stop it. It was a whole yeah. thing. Stitches. So really. He got, so he got it, and he didn't even get it from the game. He got really? it from his manager. Yeah. So now wow. the game like had a field day with it on like uh, Instagram. Man. Yeah, but, he went a little far with the hashtags. Yeah, I gotta look at it then. Yeah, I gotta do more research. I, I, my black card has been has been uh, a little bit on decline. Right really? Now. I gotta I gotta pick my black star. Is it because your wife and kid? Ah, uh, nah. You know, I'm just trying to trying to get out of the ratchetness. You know, <laughs> really? I'm, try, I'm trying to get away from the ratchetness and and clean my life up. But I gotta go back to World Star. <laughs> I gotta go back to World Star, son. I used to watch World Star all the time, but you know, just kind of been in the Bible lately. But I gotta go back. So, who do you think they're gonna put you up against next? I don't know, man. I really don't. I was hoping to fight Emilio Sanchez, but um, they got him on the February nineteenth card. Um, against someone I don't know who it is, but you know, the game, the uh, the featherweight division is so deep that anybody I fight was gonna be a good fight. You know, I, I'm done fighting guys that you know can't beat me. You know what I mean? Everybody now has a possibility and a strike. What are you ranked? I'm ranked fifth right now. Fifth? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. You're right there. Do you ever want to change the name from Featherweight? Um, to what? Like I haven't big thought cock about Big weight or something? Yeah, just something else. I haven't. Well, the reason, the, I don't, there's so many weight classes and there's so many things that have weight classes like wrestling and boxing yeah. and MMA that the thing that helps me know that I'm a Featherweight is Featherweight starts with an F, kind of has that 45 thought. So when I, translate featherweight and 45 i'm like okay that's where i'm at now it was really cute by the way your wife videotaping you and Uh giving you a workout she's no joke bro it's not like they're not easy workouts i know it's hard i I was like i was getting tired of watching she doesn't like let me like when i when i'm like starting to slack and she's like don't cheat the motions and you know she like she takes it out on me (laughs) but now now afterwards are you like i'm gonna bang her so hard no 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 no. you're not you're not like i'm gonna make her limp around i'm going to bed after her workout really i'm I'm going home i'm gonna get in the shower i'm gonna get some tea and i'm gonna lay in the bed that's right. after her. I'm telling you, she gives really tough workouts. She used to work out. She used to work out 
NBA players when she was doing an internship here in California. So she used wow, to work that must have been a tough act to follow, huh? She, 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 nah, nah, not for me, dog. Not for me. Not for Big Bubba. You know what I mean? You know, I, I, do, I do well for myself. I know you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, we but you don't want her if they ain't looking. If they ain't looking, you don't want her. Yeah, man. Your wife seems like a very sweet woman. No, she is. She's a real nice guy. Sweet yeah, is not the word, but yes. <laughs> she doesn't seem like she is a woman. Doesn't that's seem for like sure. she gets around though, or has gotten around. No, nah, no, nah, like, she's what, like what? what? Yeah. I'm saying, you know, some girls out there, you're like, oh, yeah, you that can girl's... you can talk to a girl and be like, yeah, she's fucking on the first night. She, or, you can talk to my wife and be like, yeah, I'm gonna have to put in work for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know that Bubba had to work for that. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> How long did it take you? I know it took me a while, man. I, like I, a month. I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna give you. I ain't gonna give you particulars. <laughs> But, I mean, I got some game. The thing is, I got game. And, you know, for us to be married like we are married, it was, it was uh, love at first sight kind of thing. So, yeah. Well, yeah. we got to wrap right, it up. Man. That's right. Yeah. We got to wrap it up. I want right. to thank our sponsors, Decipher, mm-hmm. a lifestyle firm designed to help you reach your full potential through personal coaching. Everybody needs a personal coach. Everyone can benefit from the feedback and an outside perspective. So call Decipher at 1-888-731-COACH and book your free coaching session that's 1-888-731-2622 use the code roasted you get 10 percent off i also want to thank american icon autographs aiase.com the best celebrity sports memorabilia and events sign collectibles from the ufc wwe baseball football and more talk to sean great guy and tip a fighter listen fighters you want to make more money okay we're gonna make we're gonna throw money at you do not leave money in the cage or the octagon, or the ring, okay? Tip a fighter. Fighters, there's no reason you should be with this, okay? You're in there anyway. And if you don't want the money going to you, have it go to a charity. Have it go to your, have it go to your sister, your brother, your, your mom. Give it to whoever you want. Go to tipafighter.com. I will be headlining the Stratosphere this Wednesday to Sunday at the LA Comedy Club. It's $20 cover. <laughs> Hopefully. $20, $20 <laughs> cover, and then all you can drink. So 20 bucks to get in. And drink as much as that's you great, want. That's a great deal. Uh, anything coming up, Greg? Uh, no, I think it's all uh, like uh, company parties, like agency shit all week. So, Bubba? Uh, I'm going to be at your local beach getting my workout in, hopefully not getting filmed by uh, future opponents. <laughs> but other than that, man, I'm chilling. I'm actually having a fight party um, this Saturday. It ain't gonna, there ain't going to be no sweet struve there. And, you know, there's not going to be... It's not there gonna ain't be... going to be no sweet Greg there. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Wilson will be absent from the party, but yeah, no, I'm but just having... Don't to tip me in the sweet struve foundation. <laughs> I'm going to be at the house uh, watching the fights with a couple of the fight friends and, you know, just having people over, having a good time. Eating some gumbo and some good old cupcakes. Nice. Tyler, anything? Uh, I'm at the Ice House Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I'm at the Ventura Harbor Comedy Club. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Sideshow Network. Thank you, Alonzo Bowden. Uh, Take care, guys. Bye-bye.